Hey, this is Evil Jim Jam. I am the GM for the actual play broadcast that you're about to listen to. We actually uh, do this thing live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Dat Network, every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific. So please come check us out. Uh, make sure that you follow the channel and subscribe to it. And you you know, I mean, every pod, if you're listening to a podcast, you've heard that we need reviews and ratings and subscriptions and, you know, so just any social media button you can click, you know, do that. Do all of that. Again, that's twitch.tv slash the Dat Network. We hope to see you live soon and if not well just enjoy the podcast because you know it's here for you hey hey everybody it is six o'clock roughly it is friday night definitely and it is time for some dragons and things (laughs) welcome everyone you'll notice that we have uh jared hanging out with us tonight lamar candace Eric and Adam Rady. Can you believe it? Adam Rady is here with us tonight. I haven't seen as much of Adam because he has been working a wild amount behind the scenes. But today we've let him get in front of the camera and roll some dice with us. It's going to be a good time. The city of Cavalosha is in chaos. HEI has put a call out for all hands and the headquarters is flooded with licensees being divided into groups by frantic administrators, all with an overwhelmed look on their faces. A beleaguered, scarred elf wades through the crowd. You, 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 and you, and and you. He points to Kanshaka, Oopsie, Matt Mercenary, Bartimus, and Sheog all standing in the crowd. He doesn't even really check to see if you're following. He simply cuts through the throng of people and heads to a quiet corner under the stairs. Once you've all gathered up, he begins to speak. Uh, as you may have heard, the zoos had a bit of a breakout of everything. Every beast, every bird, even some of the walking fish. Someone opened the cages. All of them. We've been tapped by the city to help bring them, help bring in what we can. I have sightings in the East Rise Market near Holmo's tomb, and something apparently broke into the Cavalotian Chronicle Press and is nesting in the machinery. You're a capture team, and your mission is in the name. Capture these animals, quickly. HEI is distributing <coughs> capture equipment for the mission, so your first stop is going to be level A to visit Findelman's workshop for loadout. I'm giving you a sightings report so that you might have an idea of what you're after, but I'm going to warn you, this is a mess, and these reports are coming from panicked people. Do you understand the nature of your assignment? Um, sure. You know, yeah, I think so. Okay, great. Then, then go. Don't forget to stop by Fiddleman's. And as the elf rushes out into the crowd again, waving down more adventurers to form into additional capture teams, you have a loose collection of crumpled pages in your hands and instructions to bring order to chaos. What do you do? Well, uh, do you all think we should go back to this uh, fiddles man, maybe? No? So what you see, but what you guys see is you see... What you see, what you see in front of you is an entity. An entity with his hood pulled over, pulled over their eyes. You're not quite sure. It, it probably is human. It's human, most likely. Uh, it's wearing a cloak, a very fine cloak. Upon further exam, you have to examine it further. You can't really tell if it's a wool or, or a linen, but it's a very fine cloak. You'd have to touch it. You'd have to walk up and touch it. But you see, you see, you're not really sure. And this person, this person is very happy though. He's smiling. And he says, he picked me. He picked me. I'm chosen. Guys, this is great. Now, peels back the hood. 
and you see you see an average in a man average in height um he's <laughs> i broke myself i broke myself he's average uh-huh. in height uh, he looks around jim i have a question for you okay <laughs> is mccree is there can he be there so so when you are in the city, McCree can come with you. Um, typically, the HEI actually has sort of a, a stable set aside for animal companions, since there are a lot of druids and rangers that work for the company. Um, though he is also freely allowed to move throughout the building. So it's kind of up to you whether you would have him sort of in the area designated for animal companions or whether he would be there with you. I guess, you know, we'll pick him up at the... So, yeah. He's at the stables. Okay. But I look around. Oopsie, you're back. We had such a great adventure last time. Bartimus, how's your bear? Oh, my, my boy, Philip, who I now remember is a bear that I have, <laughs> is, is he's a delightful uh, conversationalist. But I, I do say that I did, I did miss you, my boy. You, are, you, are, you have the gift of gab. It has not left you. I see it has only grown in its strength not lessened and i appreciate that did you need more cigars did your bear smoke through all the cigars uh my bear uh yes he uh, now i don't know hold on i have to get yeah there it is Uh, no mm, i don't know where that accent is i'll I'll get it though i'll get it don't worry yeah (laughs) so but who who are you i look at i look at the new people in the party and uh you also were chosen to go on a great adventure with us my name, my name is, is Matthew Mercer Neri. Some people call me Matt. You can call me Matthew or Matt. Either is fine. But who, who are all you? Uh, who are you fine people? Uh, well, Matthew Mercer Neri, uh, I am Sheog. It's nice to meet you. Sheog, very nice to meet you. Yes. What, am I, what am I seeing? What, what am I seeing in front of me? You're seeing um, a... <laughs> Very uh, happy little half orc um, nice. with a big smile and a couple of the cutest little mouth tusks you ever did see, just right there. <laughs> uh, slightly green, uh, weather worn clothing, and a big falchion attached to the side of her. Love it. I love it. The cutest, yeah. the, it's the cutest half orc I've ever seen. Yep, just about. Shayag, it's very nice to meet you. I'm oh. so glad to be in such a diverse party here. This is incredible. Well, it's very, very good to meet you, uh, Matthew Mercenary. Mercer, Mercenary. Mercer, Mercer, Mercenary. I'm, I'm a mercenary. I'm a mercenary for hire, but my name is is Matt Mercenary. Mercenary. Got got it. Oopsie that's, lays that's on the ground, me. disgusted and bored. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you friend oh oh hi my name is Khan Shaka and uh, I hear that you have bear and also you have bear I also meet my bear his name is Barry I found him a couple weeks ago he's just kind of following me he's really cute he's got an adorable little brown little, little yeah anyway you see before you uh, uh, average uh, height uh, dude very slender in build uh, long black hair but he's kind of fouch, kind of like made like a little headband has like fake bear ears on it 
Um, <laughs> um, he's wearing a pretty much ripped and dirty uh, white like shirt, pants that barely are called pants, and just like a sling around him. Um, it's not that he smells bad; it's just that he doesn't smell good. But you know, <laughs> um, but he's pretty know. much. Uh, if he's not talking to you, he's probably like hugging or playing with the bear. Um, are I mean, I know McCree has cigars, but does your bear, Konshaka, have a signifying... I'm only asking to avoid future confusion that's going to happen. Does your bear have a crippling addiction to anything? (laughs) (laughs) Um, My bear tends to bite or chew on something constantly. Uh, Rocks, leaves, uh, shoes, stuff like that. Bit of a fixation. But no... uh, Crippling deficiencies. Con, Con Chaka, uh, I would like to introduce you as you have a fondness for bears. Uh, yes. Here, I would like you to meet Philip. And Philip, you see the little stuffed animal bear float out of my bag and come over to you, and it's, it, it, it waves at you and it does a little dance, dances around and it spins, and then it just sort of like looks at you. Con slowly reaches out with wide open eyes. Can can I can I hug it? Can I hug it? Please? Well, I, I don't. Well, now you have to ask Philip. Philip, what do you say? May he hug you? Philip sort of bends around, and then it goes, and he, his arms kind of open up. A uh, con full tackles because <laughs> it's a bear. So he full tackles the hug. Oh my! Oh, you you do love bears, yes. Well, I I don't don't rough handle Philip too hard. He is a fragile. He has a fragile heart. He's, he's adorable. He's a bear. He don't have fragile heart. He's really. He is adorable. Yes. Well, I tell you what. Why don't you uh, occupy yourself with acquainting yourself with uh, 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 Philip, and let's go get these other animals, shall we? Kind shows Philip to Barry. Barry, it's a bear. Barry, it's a bear. Con Con Shaka, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, hi, Matt. So, I I really wasn't going to say anything, but are those bear ears on your head? Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to be a bear, and so I can't be a bear quite yet. Like I've been trying really, really hard. Like we're talking to nature. It's like, hey, nature, can I be a bear? And the nature's like, well. You you can do like things like make rain, and you can do like things make like fire. But you can't be, like I'm trying to be a bear, but it, I was like I really want to be a bear. So there was a bear that walked by, and it was Barry, and Barry was like eating stuff. I was like, hey Barry, you should eat some. So, but it was like, and then he became a friend. And so I can't be a bear quite yet because I really want to be a bear. But I got Barry, and so he's going to teach me how to be a bear. And one day I'll be a bear. You you are going to be a bear. I can feel it. And this is probably the best day ever. This is the best day ever. You have a bear. He he has a bear. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't have Philip. Philip is just a. He's a dear friend of mine, and and he chooses to travel <laughs> with me. Uh, in the meantime, I do believe there may be more bears outside that we could go perhaps find. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe have Let's escape. Go. We have to go. We have to go. <laughs> before before we go. We need to stop and, and pick up McCree. I had him. They're they're bear sitting. 
they're bear sitting him over at the stables here in the city. So we have to go and uh, pick up McCree before we oh, go. Oh yes, that's a mighty fine animal that you do have. So let's go. Let's go make sure he has not escaped now, has he? I I hope uh, not. I, I, I merely I, jest. I merely jest with you. Uh, <laughs> Han is so happy. <clears throat> The amount of bears have exponentially grown in his life in the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. That the entire way we go to the guy, he's kind of skipping. <laughs> I just have to say, friends, this is a very good day. A very good day. There it is. There it is. And with that, <laughs> let's go on. Let's go. <laughs> Level A isn't one many licensees visit very often, as it is restricted. But today, everyone sent out into the city has access to the labs producing experimental alchemical tinctures, weapons, and magical devices. Fiddleman's lab specializes in mechanical weaponry prototypes. And when you arrive, you see a gnome adjusting levers and springs on a boxy weapon that looks much like a miniature catapult one might strap to their shoulders. Ah, more licensees! Wonderful! Out for the hunt! Come in, come in! Did you Apparently. say hunt? Oh, yes, you're hunting the beasts that are roaming the city, are you not? No, no violence here. When no, I, no, I... of course not. That's why I've developed these weapons for you. Oh. Apparently, the catapult device is not one that you'll be testing in the field today, as he puts that aside and grabs another device that looks much more like a large, heavy metal tube connected to some kind of boxy backpack. See this right here? This little beauty is fresh off the production line. You're one of the very first to use it. Who wants to give it a go? Oh, he well, hands this device out. I, I, I have been uh, sort of fiddling with, I, I sort of w- really want to touch the thing that he has already set down. And I have sort of maneuvered myself closer to him than I might inspect that. But as soon as he offers something, I, I take that uh, <laughs> into my hands and I, I try it. Whatever it is, I try it. Whatever it is, you try it. Okay. So um, the device, uh, he hands it to you. You are, you know, he instructs you how to like strap it to your back. Um, you know, he, it starts to rumble quietly after he turns a few knobs on the back of it. And there's this steam curling up out of the top of the pack. And he says, oh, don't fret. That's supposed to happen. Uh, and then he hands you this metal tube. And he says, so you point this end at your foe. And then there's a lever right here. You just crank that back, he says. Uh, and he points you in the direction of this target dummy at one end of the room. And then he nods. He says, so, okay. Um, now that you've you, you cranked this lever, I'm much like a crossbow, young man. Uh, and then there's a trigger under the tube. And he shows you where that is. He says, okay. Um, when uh, when, when uh, the pressure is at maximum, so go ahead and pull the trigger, if you will. Uh, yes, all right. Here we go. Uh, uh, take aim, aim down those crosshairs, and I take uh, pull the lever. Okay. When you do, there is a tremendous blast of released pressure, and the recoil nearly knocks you backward, but a weighted net springs from the launcher and wraps itself around the target. Oh, wonderful, yes, very very good, very good. Uh, You'll just, uh, then to retract the net, you just, uh, there's a a crank here that you just just turn and twist it and twist it and twist it. He shows you how to do that. Oh, Uh, manual labor, I was not expecting this. (laughs) As you turn the crank, uh, the net, uh, just retracts back into the launcher. He says, there you go. Uh, point that at, at the beastie and you can capture it. 
Well, now that that is a fan fascinating uh, uh, device you have there. What else do you, do you have here? Perhaps this uh, small catapult that I see over here. Oh no 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 not not ready at all. I'm not ready at all. Um, but I do have these for you. Uh, he grabs two long spears with copper wires attached to a box of some kind that's also fitted with a crank. I call these the stunning stingers. So what you're going to do is turn this crank here and uh, until you see sparks right at the tip of the spear and then blammo, a simple touch of your target will knock their socks right off. So who wants to try this one? Oh, yeah, no, I'll I try that one as well. Yeah. But it doesn't seem very humane. Oh, I assure you that the shock is quite, uh, um, 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 won't leave any permanent damage and, uh, the beast will, uh, be quite, uh, alive have you at tested the end this? of all it. So I have, I have this device now and I'm like swinging it around. Where, where would you like me to aim this good sir? Well, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Uh, just look at the, the target dummy. Yes. You just have to walk right up to it. Um, all right. Yeah, don't, uh, don't you go hit me with that nut while I walk down here. Oh, no, no, not at all. Uh, for the stunning stinger, there's a crank on this box near the handle. And when you crank it, uh, the longer you crank it, uh, the more sparks seem to uh, appear at the tip of this weapon. Uh, he says, oh, don't, not, not, don't, not too much. Because oh, no, this is, this is fascinating. Quite I, dangerous. I could, I could crank this all day. I... No, 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 it's, it's, it's quite dangerous. What? No, oh, dangerous, that's you say. That's enough. All right, all right one, perhaps one more. Just, all right, there we go. There's just one more. All right, here we go. And sure enough, when you jab the dummy with it, there's this burst of electrical sparks. Is that oh, very good, very good, yes, yes, yes. Have you so tested, I have two have of those ready this? for you and one net cannon. Two of those, two of those shocking devices. Have you tested those on on yourself or on what have you tested those on? Um, uh, my assistants were quite helpful in determining their um, effectiveness. Well, now I I don't need all three of these. I'm afraid I couldn't possibly carry all of them. Uh, perhaps one of you all would like to. To take part in these fascinating devices, I, I will take one of these uh, sparky. What, 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 which one do you call this one? Ah, the stunning stinger. Yes, yes. Ah, yes, it, yes. it is stunning, and I do like your name. It is. It has a, a bit of uh, theatricality to it, and I, I do appreciate that. I, I can see a man after my own heart, and I take the stunning stinger. Sure. Uh, so I, just I also like that. You like that too? All right. So uh, Shayog and Bartimus grab one of the stingers. There's still the net cannon up for grabs. Who wants that? Oopsie, oopsie's like inspecting this this net cannon, but mm-hmm. he's like, the moment Luke gets the, the lightsaber, he like looks right down the barrel. <laughs> like his face is just oh, not okay. leaving that barrel. Oopsie, uh, like oopsie. He's, he's starting to reach for the controls from, from that end. <laughs> it's not going to go well. Just... Just so you know. Sean has been hiding behind Barry ever since the shock happened. He's like, That's, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> oopsie, oopsie. I probably think it's a better idea if I, if I hold on to a net cannon. Wow, you, if you don't you, mind. You get the, the, the net gun. You get to, to ride the bear. Oopsie, not get right bear. Whatever. Wait, I don't Just drops see. it and pouts in the corner. Who's, did, did he say ride a bear? Who's, who rides a bear? Not oopsie. Oh jeez. I collect I collect the net 
the net cannon, the net launcher, sure. and so I have to strap this thing on. Yeah, you just strap it onto your back. It's quite bulky. Uh, in fact, it weighs three bulk. Uh, I'll give I'll give you guys a rundown of what these weapons will do, so you know how to use them in the field. Uh, for the net cannon, uh, it has a maximum range of thirty feet, and that's because the net that it launches actually stays attached to the weapon via a rope. Uh, so when you launch this at your target from up to thirty feet away, on a hit a creature is grabbed, uh, meaning they are basically wrapped up in the net, they're flat-footed and immobilized. On a critical hit, the target is restrained, which is a higher level of grab. It's like the difference between grappled and pinned. Um, and I know the stats for all that, so I can apply those to my creatures when they get grabbed or restrained. However, uh, a, gr- a creature that is grabbed could still try to move away from you at half speed if they make an athletics check that it's equal to your athletics DC. The ath- your athletics DC is 10 plus your athletics bonus. So if I ask you for that, just keep that in mind. Uh, at which point the, the, um, the creature that is grabbed in the net can actually m- move at half speed and you move with the creature. Um, if the creature critically succeeds then you are uh, you move with them and you are knocked prone. So there is a little bit of danger if you're holding on to a creature that is much larger and more powerful than you with this net cannon. To use the net cannon, you're just going to make a regular ranged attack, but it has a reload value of two. Uh, it takes one action to retract the net into the cannon and one action to prime the device. Though so you can walk around with the cannon already loaded so that you only need to prime it uh, and use basically one action to prime it and fire it. The Stunning Stinger is a little bit different. Uh, It is a two-handed weapon, similar to a spear, uh, but it only works if you have sparks, uh, if you charge it up. The the box, when you crank it, for every action that you take to crank the weapon, it builds up one charge. When you strike with the weapon, though it deals 1d8 points of non-lethal electricity damage per charge. Uh, all of the charge that you have is discharged, whether you hit or miss with the weapon. But you can save charges across turns. If you use all three of your actions to crank it up and you don't attack with it, then it remains charged. However, at the end of your turn, you have to make a, a flat check that is uh, equal to five plus one per charge that is held. If the check fails, all the charges are discharged and you take one point of non-lethal electricity damage per charge that gets released. So you can basically crank it up as much as you want and make it as powerful as you want, but the longer you hold that charge, the more dangerous it is to you. Uh, So I can't wait to see how that goes. But that is how those two weapons work, and you are instructed uh, to use them wisely out in the field, and it is your call what to do next. But um, well, I have I have a question for you, Jim. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I, it's more of a statement. I don't believe that I can use this weapon because uh, uh, you did send us a write-up, and it says that it is a martial weapon, mm-hmm. and I am only trained in simple weapons. You simply wouldn't get a training bonus for it then. So if you're trained in a weapon, you would get to add a training bonus, uh, which would be two plus your level, so three. Uh, but you instead would just straight up make it a dex roll. So it'll be your, uh, or sorry, your, uh, it's a melee weapon, so your um, strength bonus. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, but if somebody else perhaps wanted to use it, I, I wouldn't be opposed to them trying it out. 
Uh, you can use two at the same time if you wish. <laughs> they are two-handed weapons, so you can't. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, Shayog, did, did you already did you already take one of these? I did. All I right. Pull, I pull I pull Bartimus aside. Hey, Bartimus. Uh, yeah. Yes, my good boy. I think Oopsie was feeling bad that Oopsie didn't get that net launcher. What if we give that to Oopsie? I think, oh, that I, think, I, think that I think he'd be fascinated by a lightning stick. Here. Uh, hey, 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 Oopsie. Oh, oopsie, Oopsie here. Uh, I know that I do not have any pickles with me currently, but oh, I do pickles. have this zappy stick. Would you like this stick? If you zap people with it, they'll, they'll get, uh, they won't feel good. But more um, importantly, the animals. Oopsie, give you pickle for stick. Yeah, pickle stick. Oh boy! All right, I have been I have been waiting for one of these pickles. Uh, I will give it to Philip and see how he likes it. New supplier, <laughs> pops pickles, best pickles. I tuck the tuck the pickle into the bag with with Philip. Sure. Oopsie! You now have uh, the stunning stinger, which is actually uh, it feels a little more comfortable in your hands. It's it's remarkably similar in usage to your glaive, so it's a it's a weapon that you're. A little more familiar with. Um, is there a way to disperse the charge without firing it? Uh, yeah. If you basically just like you just like strike it against the ground, and it'll. Okay. Uh, if you if you need to just get rid of the charge without without having anything to strike at. Cool. I'm not sure how we missed all these things, but I did want to give a quick shout out to Iman for Life, who dropped fifty dollars for a mercy, hey. a mercy wow. for the players, Jim, for the players. <laughs> I don't need your mercy. Sarah PC one dropping an overcharge for Candice. <gasps> Thank and, you. And Sarah BC one became the bit boss battle boss and gave a reroll to Kanchaka. Wow. Yes. I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> it's true. Awesome. It's true. Con dealing with animals against Jim Jam. Yeah, I'm gonna need yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So once you get kitted out, you have three sightings reports. One would take you to the East Rise Market, one to Holmo's Tomb, and another to the Cavalotian Chronicle Press. Looking at the reports, you can see that the market has been overrun by a panicked herd of ponies that are utterly destroying the place. Holmo's tomb, Plaza, has been evacuated due to some kind of monster that has taken over the space, and the Cavalotian Chronicle press house has apparently been broken into, and nothing has been sighted, but witnesses claim there are terrible noises coming from inside the building. It is up to you to decide in what order you will tackle those assignments, as long as you move quickly to contain the disaster. So what do you do, and where do you go first? Let's go! Let's get the pony! Yes, I think the ponies would be the best. But we, but before we do, we have to go get McCree to help us. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So can we stop? Can we? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I can certainly understand the desire to see the equine creatures, but um, we we have we have more pressing matters. Some of these sound far more violent than ponies. But, Perhaps we should check those but, out first. But but pony, we can get ponies and take to other spots faster. We drive ponies and get there. I figured we get that done quickly, and then we can go do the things that are going to kill us. Wow. 
Well, I do not understand this strange desire you all have for ponies, but I, I, I can see when I am outvoted, and I shall certainly go along to get these ponies. It's confidence-boosting mission. This is this is great. It's it's basically like, well, here we have a life and death situation, uh, but you're being outvoted to go get the ponies. So I can see uh, I can see in your hearts where where the ponies are, are where it's at. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The word "pony" pretty much made it happen. If it's just a bunch of horses, who cares? Man, we go, we go wherever. Oopsie, oopsie, oopsie and Kanshaka are bronies. (laughs) (laughs) So, like bears. Being able to clearly see which way the wind is blowing, Bartimus, you decide to head off with your friends to the (laughs) rise market. Um, before, not before uh, you stop to get McCree, uh, who is probably at this point pretty cranky and, hang- and hankering for a cigar. Oh, geez, is he? I imagine you know he's starting to he, he's getting a little growly in there. Um, he's uh, it's so, it's like so you watch twelve thirty at this point. You've been it's twelve thirty. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. So as, as we walk up, you watch as you see this small bear, and the small bear is is trying to force its way away from its captors, its captors who were holding it there, keeping him safe. He did not realize that, though. He, he did not know why he was being oppressed. He, he didn't understand. He's just a bear. But he's a bear with a red scarf, this glorious red scarf across his neck. And it has this, this golden em- embroidery across the bottom. Uh, and you watch as McCree gets, he gets so excited. And uh, he charges, he charges forward towards Matt Mercenary, jumps up on him. And you watch as Matt, as Matt reaches down and pulls out, pulls out a nice sized cigar, takes out, takes out a match, lights it, and then takes a couple of puffs. And he gives the bear to the cigar. And this is, you watch as he gives it. And are you people condoning this? This is unbelievable. You're, no, I'm just. So, <laughs> Why you are you the bear. So. <laughs> So I, so Matt Matt gives his bear a cigar, and his, his and then McCree is smoking there, and uh, sorry McCree, it's well past high noon. That's on me. That's on me, pal. <laughs> everyone, this is my bear McCree. McCree, this is everyone. This is Shayog. This is Kanshaka. You remember Bartimus and Oopsie? Oh my dear, my dear McCree, so good to see you, McCree. We have so many bears. <laughs> Very good. I'm not upset about it. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of bears, but only in the best way possible. Uh, Barry the bear sniffs at McCree because it's a regular bear. <laughs> uh, I have noticed that some in our uh, uh, chat are interested in in bibin and alcohol every time we say the word some of you i don't think these people have a have a long life ahead of themselves drink water uh, <laughs> oh my god that that is very bad oh, no. Be, oh no you're not gonna be able to bear it Ugh. oh no oh no okay well we have the we have we have our friend mccree uh we we are three bears strong, friends. We are three bears strong. Nay, 
forebears. Well, speaking of nay, there are some ponies, I believe, just (laughs) galloping right over yonder. Perhaps if we just headed over there to where those ponies are, we might discover. Oh, now he wants the ponies. Okay, <laughs> let's go get the ponies. Uh, again, I am sort of ambivalent to the whole uh, pony situation. It was all you who seemed inclined to get the ponies. I simply was trying to move this along. No, no, Bartimus. It's your fault now. Yeah, you. <laughs> Bartimus, the leader. Bartimus, you, the ponies. Because Bartimus insists, you all begin making your way towards the East Rise Market. <laughs> Uh, this is a hilltop marketplace covered in stalls, tents, small shops, and even a garden maze for children to play in. It is a place normally filled with jovial people buying sweet cakes and artisan goods, but today it stands empty and in disarray. Stalls have been toppled, tents torn down, and food especially has been strewn about everywhere. The culprits are immediately visible. A pack of five wild ponies is munching on the remains of an overturned fruit cart. What do you do? (gasps) What? Why people run from ponies? They are so cute. Ponies can kind of be jerks if they're not properly trained. They actually really like to nip at people if they don't know you because they're really skittish because they go nip, 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 and then they run around and run and go nip, nip, nip. They're really really smart animals. You should also be careful to to not startle them as they have a a vicious hind uh, kick. Oopsie, oopsie, take care of ponies. Oopsie. Uh, He walks out from behind this cart or wherever we're hiding. Sure. And just slowly with his hands up. As soon as you as soon as you make yourself visible, five pony heads all come up from where they're munching, turn in unison towards you, and absolute chaos begins to reign as they stampede towards you. What? And we all need to roll initiative. <laughs> I did forget about the stampede. <laughs> pony stampede. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, oh pony's not life and death. I'm so oh. sorry to ask this again, but initiative is perception? Yeah. That is correct. Perception. Okay. I will, I will learn this system eventually. Lies. <laughs> Lies. Uh, 25. There's, there's 25 rights. for Kanshaka. 25. 25 as well. Whoa. Matt Mercenary, what did you roll on the die? I got 17 on the die. And Same. what did you roll, Kanshaka? Same. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so you both have the same bonus. You rolled the same on the die. Roll so why don't you go ahead and roll just roll a d20 again, and whoever gets the highest will go first. Uh, 16. 16. Plus 8. In- <laughs> I rolled Stop a 16. It. No, I'm not, ki- I'm not kidding. What's your go okay, do it again. Roll up. Roll up. <laughs> Four. 16. <laughs> I'm not kidding. These are real... Okay. Matt Mercenary before Khan Shaka. Uh, uh, oopsie. 12. 12 for Oopsie? I don't have a plus 8 bonus. Shag. 9. Ooh. And Bartimus. That is a 12, good sir. 12 for Bartimus. Oopsie, what's our Oopsie and Bartimus? What are your bonuses? Four. Uh, I have a three. Okay. So we'll put Oopsie then Bartimus. I'm not a skilled man. (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like these five ponies are about to start stampeding towards your good buddy, Oopsie. 
who has made himself known, Matt Mercenary, you react first. What do you do? So I I I have this like giant pack. There's this giant pack strapped to my body. How does it I don't even really know how it works. I saw I saw uh Bartimus use it. Uh I would I would I would step out of the way of the stampede. Is there a way for me is there a way for me to move? Sure, if you want to take your action to sort of like seek cover, sure, absolutely. Well, I what I, what I want to do is I want to I want to move out of the way of the stampede, but then also gotcha. unleash unleash a net attack on one of the ponies as they're coming. Okay, by. so it'd be one action to move, one action to prime the device, and one action to fire the device. Yes, done, done, and done. And I'm firing said device at whichever pony is closest to me. Sure, yeah, whichever one. That's an 18 on the die. Oh. And uh, so 20, 25. 25. Uh, 25 that's ranged a, attack. That's a critical success. Oh, critical Ooh. success. You have thoroughly restrained the pony. So this net just strikes it, and you see these weighted balls just like wrap around it, and the pony is completely tangled up in it. It actually drops to the ground, uh, oh. and it's it can't even really struggle to move. You know that you've got it thoroughly restrained. McCree, we got one. Awesome. Uh, Kanshaka. You see Matt Mercenary react quickly and competently. What do you do? Um, Conchak is going to attempt to do something stupid. Okay. And then the bear is just going to stand next to Oopsie and let a big growl to try to do an intimidate. So they'll okay. So if you want to command the bear to do that, uh, that's one action. Uh, and then my action will be to hold action... Okay. I want to try to catch the pony as it's coming at me and kind of whip onto its back to get control. You want to Legolas this guy. Okay. That's what Oopsie doing too! (laughs) (laughs) Command the bear, and then ready in an action costs two actions, so you ready to grab onto the pony as it goes by. So, cool. That is your turn, Uh, but we will trigger that if 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 the ponies come at you. Oopsie! These ponies are going to come right into your arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Con Shock and I are on the same same wavelength here. So, <laughs> seeing the stampede the, coming, you just kind of set well, yourselves and get ready. Well, I'm going to do it a little differently. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to charge it. Oh, you're moving to I'm going to go to it and try to obviously it up, yeah. Okay, uh, one move action to get to them, and then I want to say acrobatics to jump on the pony. All right, plus four. Come on, North Foundry Dat Dice on the floor. <laughs> well, Jim, Oopsie may be dead. <laughs> That's the end of Oopsie. Um, Oopsie. I rolled a one, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you are on the ground. Uh, you just like trip over, you trip over the rope from the net gun. Uh, because Matt Mercenary is like holding on to this pony uh, with the net and you trip over the rope and just boom, flat on your face. Uh, and the ponies are, are, are moments away from trampling yeah. over you. <laughs> you hear from, from under the ruckus, whoopsie! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That was two action. Well, no, because actually running and jumping, uh, our running jump is two actions. So one action just to move up that. Yeah. So that will take us to Bartimus's turn. Uh, oopsie, looks like he's in trouble. One of the ponies is thoroughly enwrapped in the net. Uh, what do you do? Oh, it, I, I remind you all, this was your idea to come to the ponies <laughs> as they were the easier choice. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think you all have this well under control. Um, I, I believe in you, and I, I think that you're doing great. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to just take, take a moment over here to uh, evaluate the situation and come back to you when a plan has materialized. <laughs> and I will, I, will move, I will move out of the way, perhaps into a, a, one of the stalls. That sure. has, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, away from Stampede and uh, Ponies. Yep. And uh, I will begin searching in this stall for anything that is of use to me because uh, I feel that it might be important for you to know, uh, James Rodehaver, that I do not have anything that could possibly <laughs> help this situation. <laughs> uh, all of my potions are for dealing damage of a deadly variety. <laughs> And I don't believe these ponies deserve to die right now. So I'm going to bunker down in this here stall and evaluate and search for any items. Um, situation. check. Oh, God. I feel so... I feel that the ponies would stop in confusion as his, bl- his blabbering and just complete. <laughs> they would just stop like deer in, a he- in headlights and look at him. I would assume that a seek action is based on perception. my perception. Yes. So that's a 12. 12. Uh, looking around, the only thing that you notice is there is a very, very large uh, length of canvas by itself wouldn't really help, but if you had two people, you could sort of stretch it out between you two and try to catch a pony in the in the canvas. Uh, if I, you I had say, somebody to help you, I say, I say, boy, <laughs> uh, uh, bo- uh, could you help me? <laughs> I'm looking at the obviously the young boy who's over to the side that's hunkered <laughs> down in the in the corner. Oh, you're talking oh. to the NPC that is definitely there. Huh? <laughs> Uh, sure. Let me just roll. Let's. Uh, I'll roll to see if you, if there's a boy in this call. Uh, we'll twelve flat check to see if there's a boy. Uh, that is a nine on the dice, so there is no boy. I said. I said, girl. Uh, <laughs> perhaps there's a young lady here. I feel like we've gotten through your three actions for this turn, but you do have canvas. If you can find a child to help you. <laughs> yes, yes, this is a good plan that you you have come up with. Um, <laughs> at this point, the pony stampede begins. Uh, Shayog, unfortunately, you were unable to react quickly enough to get out of the way. Oopsie has fallen flat on his face. And Kanshaka is standing in the way, hoping to catch one of the ponies. So you three will be subject to this stampede, unless, Kanshaka, you succeed on your ready-to-action to grab onto the pony. Since you're grabbing onto this thing and not really jumping on it, we'll call yours an athletics check. Okay. But uh, uh, everybody in the way, 
except for Kanshaka, because you're trying an athletics check, I need Shayog and Oopsie to make a reflex save. Reflex save, okay. Uh, uh, does a 24 do it? A 24 does do it. Uh, you are going to be able to grab onto one of these ponies as it goes scooting by, and you will not take the damage from the stampede. I got a 26. That is a critical success. You managed to get completely out of the way, uh, and you take no damage from the stampede. Yay. <gasps> uh, 22 for me. 22 is a success. You managed to sort of like curl up into a little ball. You'll only take half damage, which is good because it was a 15 damage total. Oh. So uh, that would have hurt if you, it would have hurt real bad uh, if oh. you had not managed to grab onto it. Um, Khan Shaka, you grab onto one of these ponies as it tries to scoot past you. You manage to get yourself up onto it, uh, but it is still running with you on its back. And the ponies, after they trample over you, begin to disperse. You see that the one that you are riding, Kanshaka, Mm -hmm. ducks into this alley where it is trampling along, and then suddenly uh, it sinks slightly as its foot gets caught in a drainage grate, and it almost kicks you up over the back of it. I do need you to make another, uh, we'll call this one an athletics check to hold on. Uh, 17 plus 6, 23. You manage to hold on to the pony. You aren't bucked forward, but the thing is like now screaming and bucking because its leg is caught, uh, and it is just absolutely panicked. Uh, Two of the ponies rush into the hedge mage or the hedge maze uh, and get lost in the foliage. You're definitely going to have to go in after them. Uh, One of the other ponies is obviously caught by, um, by Matt mercenary, but another of these ponies is just running around the plaza in a panic. Uh, And that is their turns. Shayog. You see a pony is like still running around the plaza, panicked. Mm -hmm. One has disappeared into an alley with Kanshaka on its back. And two of them have rushed into the hedge maze. uh, And you don't see them currently. You're going to have to go in and look for them if you want to track them down. What do you do? Um, uh, I think I uh, turn to Bartimus and I say, Bartimus, why not help us? What boy you're yelling at? Uh, I'm sorry, there was, uh, there was some grains over here in the back of this that I thought was a huddled young boy looking for shelter in these <laughs> difficult times. Okay. Perhaps if you grab the other end of this canvas, we could uh, uh, corral this, uh, this pony over here on my turn. You know what? Um, yeah, why not? I grab other end of canvas. Are we going to make a running leap at these horses? Well, I think we are. We are quite heroic. <laughs> Philip, take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Shayog uh, runs over to Bartimus and grabs the other half of the canvas and they so, run into the... I don't know, where do you want to go? <laughs> so by the time you get all of this set up, that it would basically be your three actions. Yeah. But on the next round, you guys can charge one of these ponies and try to wrap it up in the canvas. Okay. <laughs> and that'll go awesome. I can only imagine. Uh, Shayog, you were last in the round. So we are at the top of the next round with Matt Mercenary. Uh, you've got one of these ponies. like It's, it's wrapped up. You kind of have to hold on to it 
Um, or you can, I don't know, attempt to calm or holding onto it just requires, uh, an athletics check, um, to, to make sure it doesn't like struggle free of the net, but then you can try, uh, after you've done that, after you've maintained the hold on it, you can try to like calm the beast or, uh, try to knock it out or whatever else you want to do with it. So the net, the net will not contain the bear then if it, if I let it loose, it would just get out of the net and, and start running away. Yeah. If you just, uh, uh, if you just drop the gun, uh, then yes, it would, it would be able to struggle free. It would eventually it would, it, on its turn, basically it's going to make checks to try to struggle free of the net. So abandoning it is not necessarily the best idea. So, so I realize I realize this and, and I, I tell McCree, McCree, cover me. And I do Jim. I start. So, I start reeling in the net okay. and I get okay. closer to the horse. Yep. And I will attempt to soothe it okay. with the dulcet tone of my voice. Okay. I'm very calming and start to, to whisper sweet nothings in the horse's ear. Tell it about oats and the different things I'll give it. And it'll have, it'll have a pasture to roam in and, and uh, complete lies because it's going right back into its, into its uh, <laughs> hold. But so I'll, I'll roll a nature for you. Yep, nature check to try to calm this animal. This is pretty good. That's going to be a, a 20, dirty. Dirty 20, yeah. Uh, you can see as it's like kicking and struggling, but you approach it very calmly, uh, sort of uh, assuring it that you're here to help, and, and it stops struggling and it stops kicking, uh, and you feel like you could, you could get the net off of it and get it back up on its feet without it being a danger to you now. Oh, great, and it would, it would just be there. It wouldn't be... Yeah, it looks it's it's chill now. It's a chill pony. No, chill. It's my it's my little pony. It's my little pony. It's my little chill. It's your little chill pony. My little chill pony. So I'll do that. I'll take I'll take my final final action to to help write this pony and still okay. still be there uh, comforting it. And, yes, and yes. Now every single pony. round that there's combat in the area, you're going to have to continue to make nature checks as one action to keep it calm. But if you can keep it calm then it won't do anything else. Now, with removal of the net, will it still, if I remove the net, will it run away? I have to keep it in the net. Not currently, not currently. On okay. your next turn, what you'll do is you'll make another nature check to keep the beast calm. And if you succeed, it'll, it'll just be with you until, um, until all time. time as you fail. For all time. I, I have a bear and a pony now. It is now your pony. It's my, yes. my chill pony. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Khan Shaka. You are on the beast. You're going to have to make another athletics check to maintain your hold on it, or uh, you can just let go, but you'll fall off because <laughs> so, it is wildly bucking. Yeah, because his foot is stuck in yes. a grate, right? Yes. Uh, I kind of want to jump off. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, you can jump off if you uh, make an, uh, an acrobatics check to see if you jump off gracefully or painfully. <laughs> um... You know, I'm going to go ahead and use my BBB. (laughs) (laughs) Use that. Make sure this one doesn't kill me. All right. Uh, Much worse, actually. I rolled rolled a six, and now I rolled a three. Which is a a nine. Uh, so no, you try to leap off, but as it's bucking, you can't, you just can't get any leverage on it. Uh, and you basically just get thrown to the ground. You're going to take six points of falling damage. You are prone on the ground. Uh, but that was only one action. 
though you realize that if you don't scramble away from this creature, it is absolutely going to kick you in the face. Uh, I actually want to try to soothe it. Uh, okay. How much uh, down? <laughs> nature away, my friend. Uh, wrong dice, because this one's going to kill me. Okay. No, much better. Uh, 17 plus 8, uh, 25. 25 uh the pony stops thrashing around uh it is it is it calms down significantly you can still see it's very very skittish uh and any little thing could set it off again uh but it at least doesn't look like it's about to kick you in the face so that was one action uh to try to jump off one action to soothe the monster uh you have one more action if you have anything else that you want to do i want to get his foot free Okay, so uh, you crawl over, um, and it lets you approach, and you need to make a medicine check to see if you can safely extract its foot from the... survival? There's a lot of traps in nature, Jim. I will allow a survival check. That makes sense to me. (laughs) Thank you, Jim. Uh, 27. Whoa, Whoa, that is a critical success. You managed to free the pony, and it remains docile. Uh, It sort of like looks down at you as if it sort of understands that you were just there to help, and it was only reacting in fear. Uh, So it is calm, it is free, and presumably not a danger, so long as nothing else like crazy spooks it. Sorry you got injured, Mr. Horse. My name's Khan Shaka. I like bears. You're not a bear, but you shouldn't suffer. Anyway, we got to go get the rest of your friends, though, okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is oopsie's turn oopsie you got trampled uh, <laughs> oh, no. but but it looks like your companions are successfully taking care of the ponies uh, however two of them have disappeared into the hedge maze and one of them is still like sort of wildly running around uh, uh, in the in the plaza itself uh, Oopsie will s- kind of scramble up and just dart into the head ma- hedge maze whilst reaching into his pouch uh, okay. for a pickle. And when he'll get to the edge maze and then just kind of slow down, hold the pickle up and kind of just walking around slow. Pickles for ponies! Pickles for ponies! And just trying to find the other ones. Oh, that, that ought to you- do it, Oopsie. <laughs> ah, I'm so proud of you. Good, Good thinking. <laughs> Once you get into the hedge maze, so it's one action to stand up. One a, one action gets you to the entrance of the hedge maze. Once you start tracking tracking into the hedge maze, you can make either your choice, survival or perception, to see if you can track down where these ponies exactly are. They're the same bonus, Jim. All right. 22. 22, you do manage to find one of the ponies as it's just like running around. You sort of are, uh, you you turn a corner and one of these ponies is like running. Uh, But with your third action uh, being to find it, uh, it does look like it is going to continue running away from you now. I want to welcome uh, everybody, Jim, from PaizoCon 2020, who is now joining us. We have 202 raiders, and we expect every single one of you to stick around for every minute of this program. PaizoCon. PaizoCon 2020. Good to be a part of PaizoCon again. (laughs) We got to broadcast Heroic Endeavors on Tuesday, so thanks so much for joining us again today on Friday for another episode of Heroic Endeavors. I hope your PaizoCon has been tremendous. I hope your week has been tremendous. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're trying to... Well, you know what, Jim? Why don't you uh, I was going to say, you've folks. actually come at an auspicious time because Bartimus, our alchemist, and Shayog 
the fighter, are about to try to trap a wild pony in a length of canvas that they have stretched between them, and I predict only good things are about to happen. <laughs> I will allow you uh, to basically use your actions on Bartimus' turns if he's going to lead the charge here. Yeah. Um, and you will need to make that we'll call it an athletics check. <laughs> athletics <laughs> to try to check. rush forward and grab this pony in the canvas stretched between you. So now you, you want, just to just to clarify, uh, you said that I was leading this charge. Is that correct? Uh, it is your turn. So it's up to you whether I guess you want to do that now or you want to wait for Shayog. Oh no! I am I am waiting for for good Shayog. Uh, the lady has a, a strength and a and a fire okay. in her that I could not possibly uh, uh, grapple with. <laughs> okay. So um, with that, uh, we will we will use your actions to help Shayog, and it'll actually be the pony's turn. Oopsie! The pony that you have tracked down sees you, is spooked, and like rushes into the hedge maze, though you can see it, so your next check will be much easier to find it in hedge maze, because you have actually... Pickles! Uh, it doesn't seem too interested in the pickle. Um, Matt Mercenary and Khan Shaka, the ponies that you have calmed are okay for now, uh, because you've managed to keep them calm. The one that's in the plaza is still running around wildly, uh, and does not seem to want to get near anybody, so nobody is in any immediate danger making it Shayog's turn. And now it is time to charge that pony. All right. So athletics check? Yep. You guys rush forward with an athletics check to try to wrap up this pony in a canvas. Well, it's yes. good that my strength and speciality is in athletics. <laughs> Be a 26 oh. for me. Uh oh, oh, that is a critical success. Yeah. Uh, you manage to rush forward uh, and uh, you basically set yourselves up, allowing the, the pony itself to just charge into the canvas. Uh, and then you very quickly close in behind it uh, and it gets all tangled up. Uh, it falls down and it's just kicking and struggling mightily. Oh, but you manage to wrap it up. I, uh, I, I would like to add that I have perhaps become entangled in this as well. Uh, oh, so, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Shayog, you your strength is, is, uh, is really quite shocking. Oh, uh, no. a, fi a five? Uh, a five. Uh, yeah. That is horrible. Uh, so, Shay, you actually, as the pony is, it, it is entangled in the, in the canvas, uh, and it is kicking and struggling, and Bartimus, you uh, get knocked to the ground, and lose hold of the canvas itself. So now instead of being restrained, it is simply grabbed. Uh, and it may try to get up and drag Shayog behind it. Uh, oh no! Let's see most. how that works out. <laughs> Quick, my dear lady, stand. offer it a pickle. See if it shall take it. <laughs> Where is the oopsie? Oh no. No, wait, I have a pickle in my bag. Let me reach for it on my turn. Most, get your pickle out. No, don't. <laughs> nobody get their pickle out. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Matt Mercenary, uh, you have a calmed horse, though it does look like you'll need to uh, make a nature check to maintain its calm state because it sees all this action over at one side of the plaza. It looks like it's ready to spook unless you can keep it calm. So you can spend one action uh, on a nature check, uh, but then you can also, if you wanted to, try to calm the pony that is thrashing now in this canvas. I'll do both, Jim. 
I okay. feel like I have a gift with animals. I have a gift. So I'm still, I'm still gently, <clears throat> gently petting and stroking this, this pony whispering okay. in its ear. Okay. And, uh, 12 plus my nature. Yes. 18. That is a success. The pony is still, okay. it, it's, it's calm. It'll follow you. And it, it, it seems chill. This is still my chill pony. Your chill pony. So my chill pony. So just in case, what, so now I, I take, no, it wouldn't work. It's attached to my back. In my head, I, I, would I be able to, to detach the net and give it to, put it in McCree's mouth and have him hold the net? No, not without severing the cord that connects it to okay. the weapon, and then it would be, then it's it would be a wrong. one and done. It's all wrong. How, can, can I get close to the Yeah, you can get pony? over to where they are. I'm yeah. going to go over there, and I'm going to sure. try my luck with this other pony. Yeah, make another nature check. And that one is not as good. That's a 17. It's one last. Still a success. Okay. Cool. Still a success. So now cool. the pony that's thrashing around in the canvas, uh, it starts to calm down. Uh, and it looks like you have both, both plaza ponies are chill now. And uh, you did a good job. You did a good job. It is a, I'm telling you, it's a very good day for Matt Mercer Nary. For Matt Friends. Mercer Nary. It's a very good day. Kanshaka, ah. you have you also have a calm pony. Um, it hears all the commotion, so it, it it still might spook unless you can maintain its calm demeanor. Go ahead and make a nature check for me. Yep, I'm gonna go ahead and say, "Hey, sun's getting real low, big guy." Uh, that is a t- dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. That is a success. So it calms all the way down, uh, and you have two actions left. What do you want to do? Um, I'm going to attempt to climb on it again. Okay. It allows you to do so. And I want to ride it back into the fray. Okay. Uh, gotta go get your brothers, dude. You gotta go uh, get because them. basically this is an untrained animal. You do have to make another nature check to command it to move. So go ahead and make a, make a nature check. And then if you're successful, it'll just go into the plaza. Can I use my trained animal feet to help assist make this easier? I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, uh, that's another... What, which, what did you say my... Plus? Nature check. Nature. Uh, another dirty 20. Ooh. Okay, yeah. So yep. uh, you managed to command it to go out into the plaza. As you clip-clop into the, into the plaza, you see that Matt Mercenary is, has calmed two of these creatures down. Uh, though you remember there being five, you don't see Oopsie... Uh, and you do see that the hedge maze has just like been torn through. So you realize that uh, there are still two wild ponies out there doing Little who knows dude. what. Little pickle dude. Oopsie. You hear the shouts of Little Pickle Dude as you uh, <laughs> as you are standing in the hedge maze. The one pony has just fled from you. Uh, though if you want to follow it, your check to do so would be easier since you've seen where it, got, it went. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to follow it. Uh, okay. I'm not... <laughs> I don't want to be too loud, but I don't want to be too quiet about sure, it. Sure, sure. So, so make, that, make that perception check uh, for me. It's an 18 perception. 
18 perception. You do manage to find, you, you follow this pony along and you find it again with a single action. You basically uh, uh, catch up to it as it's, as it's trying to like, it makes a turn almost into you. Um, and it's right there. What do you do? Um, not a nice horsey. Oops, oopsie, oopsie, drive horsey. And I want to use one, one of my actions to try to calm it. Okay. And then I'll see what my third action does. Uh, nature check to try to calm it. Hey, it's a 19 on the die. Uh, 23. Uh, Michael Jordan! Looks like it's about to just bolt away from you, but then it like calms down uh, and it, 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 it snorts and uh, sort of lowers its head to you. Uh, almost as if it's looking for a treat. It sees that you've got something in your hand and it's almost like it's looking for a treat. Yeah, my third option or my third action is it's not going to get the choice. It's just going to like, I'm just going to cram the pickle into its horse face. Uh, so you, feed it, you feed it a pickle. Uh, and after feeding the pony a pickle, uh, it seems to be chill for the moment. You also now have a chill pony, though you do know there is one more pony still rampaging somewhere in the hedge maze. Uh, Jim. Yes? I just wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, Silent H became the bit boss battle boss and gave you a reroll. A reroll for me! Fantastic. Then the Cadence also became bit boss and gave Oopsie a reroll. Nice. So we've got those things going on, and uh, (laughs) I'm very excited. There's also a lot of cheers and stuff happening. We'll get to those in the comment break. Yes, which I know we're due for, but this has been such an exciting pony roundup that I haven't wanted to take that break just yet. (laughs) Uh, You don't know what happens to the pony that's still in the hedge maze, but Shayog, you see that it looks like things out in the plaza are calm. You did see Oopsie rush into the hedge maze after the, the two remaining ponies... What do you do? Uh, am I being drugged by... Pumps? No, that one, that Matt Mercenary managed to calm oh, that, a, that, that one down. It's chill. Everything is fine where you are. You guys okay. succeeded on those. Okay. Uh, there's still the one that's loose in the maze. Yep. And I think I'd like to run in there and try to find that guy. Okay, you rush to the maze with one action. You can use another action to make a survival or perception check, whichever you prefer. Ooh, perception. Please. Oh. Uh, uh, 17. 17. Uh, you actually do uh, uh, catch sight of a pony that is like looking like it's ready to run uh, at the end of your second action for the round. Um, you catch sight of it. You have one more action left. What do you do? Uh, it, it, can I take the um, stunning singer out and charge it and fire it? Uh, no. Uh, that's, so, that's so that would two. require... You can have it in your okay. hands now. I'm going to put uh, it in my hands then. All right. You get the stunning stinger out. Uh, and it is Matt Mercenary's turn. So do I believe that if I did cut this pony loose, it would be okay now? At this chill. point, because there's no chaos that it can like perceive, it'll maintain its own level of chill. So you're good to let that one go. All right, yeah. So I would, I would. Uh, gosh, well, what, what would I do? I'd have to. I don't even know how this this mechanism works. He didn't really show how we detach the net. Would I just cut the line on it? 
no, you you basically just uh, you had already on. I I thought you had already taken the net off of the one pony and were just maintaining its calm. So the net uh, oh. is as far as I understood it was back in the cannon. So it's already like loaded. Oh, it's already loaded. Yeah, I will venture in. Okay, I will. Uh, McCree, stay here. Stay here with the pony, and watch our chill pony. Okay. And he kind of looks. He kind of looks up uh, with the cigar in his mouth. Gives me a little wide, a uh, little nod, maybe a wink. Even you ever see a bear wink? Gives me a little <laughs> wink. Uh, Matt, Matt Mercenary, I just have a question. Uh, yeah. Does the does the bear have a po- like opposable thumbs that it can take the <laughs> the? How does it take out? Does it stand up on two legs and take out like this? Yeah, it would with the claws. Yeah, if it did take it out, it would take it out. It just has it. Does it? it does it? Oh, is okay. it claw impaled? No, it's not claw impaled. If McCree were to take, if McCree were to take, well, why would you take the cigar on until it's done? It's just in his mouth. That's there in his mouth and the side. I, I am sorry, uh, Matthew. I was I was foolish to ask such a question. Perhaps you should go after that pony. So I make I I make my way uh, towards that maze. I make, make my your way, way towards that maze, Jim. You get into the maze. Make a survival or perception check to see if you can find the pony. Do a perception, and twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one. That is a success. You come upon Shayog, who is like standing with this this uh, the shocking stinger in her hands. Looks like she's uh, like making her way up to this pony that looks like it's ready to bolt. Uh, and you come within sight of it as your second action. You do have a third action. What do you do, Shayog? I've got this. I've already calmed two ponies. I believe in myself. This is so. Can I? Am I close enough to attempt a check to soothe it, or no? I have to move. Yeah, up. it does. It looks like it's about to run off. So if you can calm it down, it might stick around. I'm going for it, Jim. Okay. I slowly, I slowly reach my hand out. It's okay, pony. It's going to be all right. Ooh, this is another another. This is this is. I'm not going to jinx it. Eighteen. That is a success. That is a success. The pony is calm. I touch that pony butt, kind of like the <laughs> rear, the rear haunch of the pony, and <laughs> and uh, the one side next to the tail. And it's all right, pony. Shh, shh. It'll be okay. And I look, I look back at Shayag and, and wink. Give give him give her a wink. Very so good, think, Matthew Mercer Mary. I touch that pony butt. Kanshaka, do you have anything that you want to do? It looks like everything's kind of okay. It sounds like a lot of the wild chaos in the hedge maze has calmed down. Is there anything that you want to do? Uh, is actually going to go over to the two relaxed ponies. So sure. all three are there. Okay. Uh, after noticing that his compatriots have taken care of everything, he's going to try to teach all three ponies how to sit. That would take... Uh, uh, at least a week of training. <laughs> I have uh, trained animals to feed yeah. him. I so know you have that, but it doesn't. Have, it doesn't. It doesn't transfer knowledge of complex <laughs> commands immediately to a creature by looking um, at Jim. Jim, <laughs> every large step <laughs> one. Cool. So, uh, ponies. <laughs> How to sit, Jim? <laughs> uh, n- no, not today, but maybe very soon, Kanshaka. 
Are we out of are we out of order now? Are we almost? The only thing to to resolve is oopsie because oopsie, you've got the pony. It's chill. I just wanted to know: is there anything that you want to do except sort of lead it out of the maze? Now no, I'll, I'll guide it back. Okay, probably probably try like leading it with sure because that's that's my that's my move, Jim. So within just a moment, oh, thank you. you <laughs> manage to get all five of the ponies <laughs> back into the plaza. They are calm, they are chill, uh, and they are safe. All of them were safely uh, restrained and, and, and brought back. So, so uh, you all have calmed the ponies. You get them back down out of the market uh, and you take them over. There's actually, uh, if you get them over to the zoo area, the, a lot of the uh, zoo workers are, are busy. Their job is to basically get the animals that are being rounded up uh, back into their, their habitats. So, so you are relieved of the, the burden of the ponies uh, with much, much thanks and sent back out. You know that you have two other sighting reports to follow up on. One of them is at a place called Holmo's Tomb, and the other is at the Cavalotion Chronicle Press. Where do you go next? Well, we have uh, we have taken care of those ponies. Uh, great work all around, everyone. I was very proud and impressed with all of you. Uh, I, I apologize for my, my, my stature as I seem to have frozen in the face of such such heroics, but I assure you, my mind was racing as I I unleashed a plan of my own, which Shayog enacted nobly. And uh, I do I do tip my figurative hat to you, my lady. That was wonderful work, wonderful, truly. Uh, well, now that the ponies have been dispatched, uh, are we to uh, perhaps go take care of other uh, creatures? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Printers, print, print, I think, was in place. Okay. Press. Yeah, we should well, now, go to the printing press. Now the printers have been chosen. So I have made the decision, apparently, that the printers are where we are going. Oh. Okay, Bartimus, I follow you. Here we go. Just believe in yourself, Bartimus. We... Oh, I'm, I believe. And and as I, I lead the party, Jim, uh, Philip, my stuffed animal bear... Who is my animal companion, a, a familiar, whatever it is. I don't know what alchemists get. I forget. Uh, he floats behind me and does a little dance. And does a little dance. Uh, uh, is dancing with your bear. I want you to know. And Conchaka's bear. bear. We're a three bear party. It's a three bear party. A dancing three bear party. Four, I'll give it way. four bear. Four bear party. Almost four bear. Conchaka, almost four bears. Almost three and a half bears. Soon, Kanshaka will join the ranks of the bears. Yeah. <laughs> you make your way through the tent streets until you get to the area around the building that is commonly known to all and sundry as the Cavalotion Chronicle Press. It is tense and quiet here. People are gathered around watching the building intently. And as you approach, a young man rushes up to you. He says, hey, hey, my sister went in there. She works for the Chronicle and I tried to stop her, but she wouldn't listen. You got to go help her. What's in there? I, I, I say, I said, I said, boy, do you have a, do you perhaps have a canvas? I have found those incredibly useful lately. Uh, the child is not carrying a canvas, much <laughs> a to your shock and dismay. A pity. At, at the, the mention of his sister went in there, uh, oopsie in. 
Oopsie. Oh, he just ran straight forward? Quigley's into this thing. Quigley's his way oh. in there. Um, you all watch in amazement or perhaps horror as Oopsie goes rushing towards the front of the building. The front of the press house is an absolute mess. There's a large front window that has been smashed inward. Apparently, the method of entry for whatever has made its way inside. As you pick your way across uh, the broken glass and shelving, you get into a large... Uh, uh, basically looks like just like a large office room uh, with a an open doorway. The door itself looks like it has been smashed inward. And from deeper within the building, you can hear the hum of machinery. Though you are alone currently. But I wanted, before the boy ran off, would, it, would I have been able to ask him what yeah. was in there? He says, I, I don't know, some kind of monster. Every time, every couple of minutes, we, we hear the growling and, and snarling. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a maybe it's a dragon or 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 maybe a it's a griffin or or maybe it's a maybe it's a bear. It's a bear. Everyone, there's a bear in there. Do you hear that? <laughs> you hear no that, McCree? We, okay, he has no idea. Okay, <laughs> um, uh, Jim, as we make our way in, because yes. Khan, Khan moves with movement, uh, can I do a, like a nature check to see if I see any like? Paw prints or claw marks or anything. Survival like. will do it. Survival. What? <clears throat> <Yeah>. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Yeah, you aren't seeing anything amid the chaos that would lead you to to have a clue as to what's going on inside that building. Yep. Uh, I got my ears open, listening mostly for the the girl, the sister. Okay. Like that's uh, that your your companions sort of crawling through the window behind you. Uh, you guys can see that there are multiple doors here. It looks like some of them lead to small offices, but there's one that has clearly just been like almost ripped off its hinges uh, as something made its way through and looks to be definitely the path of destruction leading towards it. So I have my net cannon. Okay. Reloaded and primed and ready. Reloaded and primed. Uh, Stunning stinger out. Stunning Stinger is out. Could, uh, I have my two fisticuffs. Yeah, and the fisticuffs. Con Shaka pets Barry. Again, Con Shaka pets Barry. Barry looks to be uh, kind of nervous in here. And you notice that McCree, too, both of them are like uh, turning around in circles. Uh, they, can't, they get up on their hind legs. They're sniffing around. They smell something in this building. They don't like it. So I, I know that I said that that we shouldn't really use force or anything that would harm the animals, but I have a bad feeling there's something big and dangerous inside here. So have those stingers, are those stingers able to be prepped before it's in the... Uh, you can walk around with them charged, but remember, holding a charge is dangerous and you'll be required yeah. to make flat checks as you move. Okay. I have a doubt, Matthew Mercenary. In hand is good though. In hand will work. Yes. Great. What's our what's make, our what's our marching order? What do we? You could walk two by two. It looks like with the way the building is set up. Come on, Bartimus, you be behind me. You have nothings. Oh. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Well, I, I have I have my wit and my my undeniable charm, my lady. He's got he's got Philip. Okay. And of he course, does. my my dear friend Philip. Okay. And this I, I think oh, I yeah. think I would 
Uh, Shayad, what, what if what if we walk shoulder to shoulder? I have a net, you have a stinger. I like this. Okay, and yeah, then the bar we can protect, we can protect the rest of the group. Okay, let's go. So you begin making your way through the destroyed halls of the press. Once you get further back into the building, the hum of the machinery goes much louder. And Shayog and Matt Mercenary, you guys are the ones in the lead. So why don't you both make a perception check? Uh, 24. 24! You both round a corner uh, where the machine hum is loudest, uh, and you can still tell that you're on the trail of, of debris and destruction that some creature has left behind it. And as you turn the corner, you see a shoe at the far end of the hallway at another uh, intersection, and it just gets pulled into the hallway out of sight. And you hear this growling sound moving away from you. Was it an empty shoe? No, it, it didn't look like. It looked like it was attached <sighs> to an ankle. Oh. Uh, if it's all the same to you, my, my dear uh, Matthew, uh, perhaps I could uh, use one of my concoctions because I, don't, I do not think that my fists will, uh, will subdue uh, a creature. What, what are you planning on doing? Remember, we're not supposed to kill these animals. Oh, yeah. No, it, it shouldn't. I, I'm not very skilled. It probably won't kill it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, did Khan also notice this? Or? Uh, no, you guys are behind us. Yeah, you were behind those two, so they were the first ones to see it. And it happened very, very quickly. So I would, I would just prepare them. Okay. Guys, there, there is something very large up ahead. I just saw it. I believe it was a body. Shea, did you see that? It looked like it dragged a body quickly around the that, corner. That was very unsettling. Uh, be, yeah, we're we're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to launch the net at whatever I see. So uh, do we call it out to us or do we go to it? Uh, is, is sister? Perhaps Kanshaka could try talking to the beast. I talk to animals. Well, yes, yes, come, come here. To animals. <laughs> this, this, uh, I have an idea, guys. I have an idea. Uh, so you, you watch as Matt Mercenary turns around. Mer- Mercenary turns around to, to McCree and uh, he pats his head and he says, all right, boy, this, is, this isn't for you. Just you, you stay right here. And uh, he proceeds, he reaches down to his belt and he pulls, he pulls out a, a whistle. Now, if you're familiar with this, if you're if you're Oopsie and, and Bartimus, um, but and I tell everyone, I tell everyone, all right, be prepared. I'm going to call this thing in. This yeah, needs to come in. When he does that, I, I switch from fisticuffs to a bottle that seems to seems to be, uh, uh, hold in uh, electricity. Okay. I mean, um, I'm going to put. Khan's going to put their hands over. Barry's ears, not knowing what's about to happen. <laughs> so you see me, uh, Matt, Matt puts the whistle to his lips and just gives you a He gives that signal. That's the signal he gives <laughs> his little whistle. And Philip does a couple flips in the air. And quickly, uh, Philip does some flips, quickly puts the whistle back and preps the, the net cannon ready to shoot it and fire it at whatever, whatever so, type so of creature So you are, you are basically trying to lure this creature out towards you? Yes. 
Uh, the whistle sound echoes through the halls, and suddenly you all hear this thumping and scrabbling of claws on stone as you all now need to roll initiative. <laughs> Hello! Initiative! This is fun. Oh, friends. Oh, this is great. Yeah. No, I'm very good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should play it more often. <laughs> did, you also, did you also net one your initiative? <laughs> no, but I'm sure you will still go first. <laughs> 18. Uh, 18 for all loops. Kanshaka? Nine. Oh, no, Kanshaka. <laughs> Shayog. Thirteen. Matt Mercenary. Sixteen. Sixteen. And Bartimus. So you, with your natural one, you went on a nine. Well, my natural two gets me to a five. I do so enjoy this game. (laughs) Oh, Bartimus. So you thought you had made preparations. You thought you were prepared. But this thing moves so fast, and the sight of it is so momentarily frightening that it gets the jump on all of you and begins rushing forward. You see (gasps) a large uh, lizard serpentine lizard comes scrabbling on four legs around the corner, forked tongue flicking out of its mouth, and then it opens its jaws wide as it just charges in at Matt Mercenary and tries to grab him in the jaws. Grab him in my... Against your AC, a total of 14. No. No, so its jaws... Snap! Close just in front of your face uh, as it Ooh. as it rears back and then tries to make a. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. It was, it was actually a total of 15. I don't. I think that'll still, still be a miss. But still, it was like still miss. Still a miss. Okay. Uh, and as soon as it does this lurching charge towards you, uh, it tries to snap at you again for a second attack. That is going to hit armor class. Uh, 25. Of course, of course. We're level, I'm a, I'm a level one ranger. Uh, so with its second strike, uh, it manages to grab, uh, it pierce you with its sharp, sharp teeth. Uh, and that is going to be five points of piercing damage. Uh, and it actually grabs onto you with its jaws. And I do need you to make a fortitude save. Jim. Oh no. Jim. Yes. Of course. Of course you would do a fortitude save. 19. Okay. You uh, are okay. Aside from the fact that you are currently grabbed. I am not okay. And you have this thing's jaws just wrapped around your arm. McCree is is incredibly agitated right now. He is is absolutely agitated. He doesn't like this at all. But it is Oopsie's turn. All right. How tall is this? Like, where's the lizard's head height-wise? It actually is pretty low. It's a large creature, but it's low to the ground. So you can see through your companion's legs, you can see the scales and the claws, and you can hear the cries, but they are definitely in your way, and you don't have a a clear line of sight to this creature at all. 
Now, because uh, it actually only takes up like one space in the hallway, uh, so you can move past it, but unless you move past it uh, or past your, your companions, you won't be able to get to it for sure. Well, I mean, I mentioned it because I started in front of the group and now I'm in the back, but that's okay. Uh, my plan, oh. oopsie, flicks his wrist and his sling uh, unravels and he's holding one okay. end of it. Uh, he's going to oopsie this heavily. He's going to run at the lizard. Okay. Attempt to leap and grab its snout and wrap the snout whilst being on top. Like a gator wrangler type sitch. Oh, well, yeah. then let's start with an acrobatics check to leap. <laughs> We're doing it. We're doing it. We a pickle for luck. That <gasps> 20, Jim. Okay, you launch yourself. Uh, you actually sort of like run up the wall and launch yourself over this creature's head. And now uh, you've gotten the distance. You've gotten the height required. You need to make an athletics check to see if you can grab onto this creature. With and your... here's where it's going to go horribly wrong. Grab the butt. Okay, it's not the worst. 16 on the die, athletics, 21. 21 against its athletics DC is a success. Yeah. You basically managed to wrap yourself around this creature. It has a very long neck. Uh, you sort of wrap the, the cord of the sling around it, and you are you have grabbed this thing that has Matt Mercenary grabbed in its jaws, uh, and it's just a conga line that you guys I feel like I'm eye to eye with, with Mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Mercenary, it is your turn. I, I feel this thing would have my leg clamped. Does it have it so it's low to the ground? Does it just have one of my legs in its jaws? Uh, I I figured your arm because I figured you had like the cannon arm? upraised okay. and you're about to fire it, so it has its its jaws that's wrapped even, around your arm. That's even worse because because I, now I feel I can't. Surely I can't launch my my net cannon at this thing now. No, no, surely you can't. You could try to extricate oh. yourself with an attack roll or an athletics so, check. But otherwise, you would need to use a one-handed weapon. So you're you're going to allow me to roll roll an attack? Uh, it would be so basically, if you want to escape the grapple, you can roll an attack, like an unarmed attack, or athletics. Those are the two ways to escape that grapple. But if you, otherwise, you would have to roll an attack with a one-handed weapon. Like if you have a one-handed weapon that you can draw, you can attack with that. I'm going. I'm not going to draw a one-handed weapon. I don't want to hurt it. I just want. I want to break free. Sure. Jim, I want to break free. Okay. So I am going to try and I guess pry pry this thing's mouth open or do something. Yeah. And I'll give you a roll. Athletics is the check you're looking for then. Yeah. Not so good. So it's only a 13 total. 13 is a failure. Now this Ah. thing seems to almost have expected you to try to pull back. And as soon as you pull back just a little bit, it reacts incredibly quickly with predatory instincts and snaps its jaws again, digging its teeth into your flesh, dealing an additional two points of damage, and you need to make a fortitude save again. This real, this real bad. Weight of guilt, Jim. Er, er, Sorry, Uh, redemption. Glimpse of redemption. I don't know if you can react because it I don't know. Let me hold on. Or 20, hold on. 20 for my 20 for my fortitude. Oh. 
Okay, you succeed on the fortitude save. Uh, an enemy damages your ally. I mean, yeah, it doesn't say, yeah. So that's all it has to be. Can I... Uh, then you actually, Matt Mercenary, you will not take that damage because Oopsie has the worst ability in the entire game and continuously uses it all the time. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't, I don't take that damage. So that was one action. I still have more actions. You still do have more actions. So I am not, you know, it goes against my nature. It goes against my animal loving, loving, uh, ranger, ranger nature. Uh, I will. I'll reach down to my belt, grab my dagger, okay. and stab this thing square in the head. Oh, trying to... I'm mad. I am, I am bleeding profusely here. Hey, McCree, you are McCree is locked upset. in a life or death struggle. McCree is upset. I think the cigar fell out of his mouth. This is very <laughs> upsetting. This is very upsetting. That's what hurts the most. So, Jim, 19 total for a dagger attack. Oh, that hits it. Oof. All right. Get him. And, uh... Oh, I'm... Uh, one second. Because I don't... Because you are grabbed, you do take a minus two penalty to that. So oh, so... What is it, what is it then? 17? Oh, 17. Let me make sure that's correct, because I, uh, I... I've always... Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Flat-footed and immobilized. No, it's not a minus two to your attack. You're just flat-footed and immobilized, which doesn't okay. affect your attack at all. So it's still a 19. That is a hit. Roll damage. <laughs> two. Two points of damage because I'm not a I'm not a strong person. Two points of damage, but you do manage to draw some blood, and this creature like wasn't expecting that. It thought it was it thought it had you. It thought it was the the apex predator here. But uh, an now, angry Matt mercenary is now that was to be contended with. that was a pry. Now does does drawing my weapon is another action and stabbing yes. another action. So that's everything. Yes. So draw and strike would be the final two actions for your round, taking us to Shayog's turn. Okay. Uh, if I use the stunning stinger, uh, will that also sting Matt Mercenary? And no, that Oopsie? will not. That will not sting those two. Okay. Uh, all you have to decide is how many how many actions you're going to use to crank this thing up. Uh, can I use two and then fire for the third? Or you absolutely can. Okay. Here we go. So you just start, and all these sparks start coming out of the end of this spear-like stick. Nineteen on the die, so that would be twenty-nine. Good body. That's a that's a critical hit. So instead of dealing two d eight points of non-lethal electricity damage, you will deal four d eight points. Four d eight points of damage. Four d eight. Okay. Four d eight. Okay. Hold on. Let's see, that's a six. That's a three. That's an eight. <laughs> okay, okay. And that is Holy a three. Crap. Wow. 20 points of damage as you basically just jab this thing right under its jaw, trying to get it to make Matt Mercenary let go. And this burst of electrical uh, uh, energy goes flowing through the device. Uh, the the creature like jolts and, uh, and gets hit for 20 points of non-lethal electrical damage. I can't imagine that I wouldn't take any of that. Yeah, I was like, with a crit, I, like, yeah, with a crit, I feel like I feel oh like no. we take a little bit of it. I mean, I wasn't gonna make you take the damage, but if y'all want to take, no, no, 
listen, listen. You can, this you is, this each is... take one point of damage, one point of non-lethal electrical damage per die rolled. So four points of it. non-lethal electricity oh, damage. No, I I'm will sorry. happily, I will happily take that. And these are, these hey, it's non-lethal. This, this is what okay. happens. <laughs> so sorry. That was an impressive turn, but this creature is an impressive beast, and oh, okay. it is still angry and thrashing, though you can see moving a little more sluggishly than it was. So it does become Khan Shaka's turn. Shaka. Jim, is there a way for us to do non-lethal damage with regular attacks. Yes, take a minus two penalty if you have a melee weapon that you want to use to deal non-lethal damage with. All right, I'm going to pull out my staff. Okay. Whoa. I'm going to grab it with two hands. Yep. And bash the crap out of it twice. (laughs) Try to knock this thing in the head. Uh, Take a minus two penalty as you, you pull your punch a little bit, but you can definitely make the attack. So only plus four, good. Uh, Mind you, I'm riding its face. (laughs) There's a natural 20 and a 22. Okay, so that's a critical hit. Yeah. Yeah. So a a crit is 2d8. And then, because a regular is a d8, so that's 2d8. Plus another 2d8 because it's a crit. So 4d8 total, plus my strength for both hits is two. So four plus... Four plus eight. Your staff eight. normally does 2d8 points of damage. If I use both hands with it. Ew. That's the worst. <laughs> That's a big girl. He has a you're mighty all, staff. You're all banned from my game with these horrible characters. Um, that is, um, <laughs> what about my character? How much was that? 28. Oh. Um... So you jab it with Shayog, you jab it, it gets shocked. Yeah. And then Khan Shaka's like, out of the way, pushes his way to the front and just crushes this thing in the head. Oopsie, you managed to slide back out of the way of the blow just in time as this thing just full between the eyes and it's it just drops immediately to the ground. Jim, I feel like... I would, no, I'm not, I don't want to take any more damage. But I feel like that, that <laughs> action would... I mean, is it's it? unconscious. It's breathing. It's alive. Is it dead. Is it, it is, is dead. It dead. It is not dead, but it is unconscious. So I check get, it. Give, give rope. Give rope. Time out. Give yeah, rope. let's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh man. I, I pull. I pull rope out of my bag. And we get up there and we start. We start tying this thing up. Sure, sure. Make a survival check. You want to tie this thing uh, up, Jim? Yes. Oh, are we out of are we out of initiative? You are out of initiative order at this point. Okay. 19, 19 Jim. Um, okay. What is this creature, Jim? Uh, nature is the check to identify it. I was going to oh. do that. Oh, nature too. Let's see. Uh, Khan doesn't care. Uh, it's going to go around the corner and look for the girl. <laughs> point two, nature. Oh, it better me. Yeah. The twenty-two. I can tell you uh, that this three. What? Go ahead. Three. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for letting me know you had rolled that three. I wanted to play the game. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> uh, this is a giant monitor lizard. Oh, very dangerous creatures uh, with with poisonous bite. 
uh, have to be handled very, very carefully, obviously. Um, but you did manage to subdue it. We tie it. We tie it um, really well. I had, I forget what my, what was I saying, 19? You said 19 was your 19. survival check. So you, you managed to get it tied up pretty well. Uh, you managed, you, you're, you're confident that you can transport it now safely between two or three of you because it is a very heavy beast. We should, uh, we should, find, that, uh, we should find that little girl. Yeah, Khan might be girl. in danger. Khan stepped over all this and went to go look for the girl. Yes, Khan Shaka, you get into this room with a very large, uh, uh, actually several printing presses uh, inside it. And it looks like one of them has been sort of like smashed up uh, and a whole bunch of material has been collected together uh, to form some kind of nest. And in the nest is this girl as well, or, as, well as uh, a, a small clutch of large leathery eggs. Uh, and this girl is, I mean, she's just lying there. Little girl? Um, does not, oopsie, sir. Oopsie check. Can I do uh, a medicine check? I believe yep. I can, I believe I can help this, this young child here. And, uh, Jim, I, I also want to go up with oopsie and look sure. over the, the young lady. It's only medicine 11. checks. Medicine, huh? Oopsie, she is alive, it seems like. But uh, you can tell, like, she's pale and wounded. She has a vicious bite mark on her shoulder. Uh, and she... I rolled a nat 20 for a 23 20. medicine Michael not, Jordan! Not only is she alive, <laughs> but she's in continued danger because it does look like she, she is currently under the effects of the monitor Ooh. lizard's venom. And... Um. She may get worse very soon here, unless you uh, have some way to stop that. Well, Jim, I, I might be able to play this game here. Hey, uh, Artemis, I, everybody. I don't hey. know. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> I would like to uh, give her an antidote with quick alchemy. Okay, so you very quickly uh, uh, mix some of the, the reagents uh, and, and pour this, this antidote over the wound and some of it into her mouth. And she, uh, her, her uh, yep, the paleness of her flesh begins to sort of uh, uh, recede. She gains a little bit of color. Uh, she breathes a little bit easier. Some of the swelling around the wound goes down and it looks like you have counteracted the, the venom. And once she makes a, a natural recovery, she will be all right, thanks to your uh, efforts. Is, does she open her eyes? Uh, no, she's still unconscious, probably just from the sheer amount of the, I, the size of the wound. I said, you I could said try. Matthew, Shayog, will you, will you take her for me? I, I, am, I am but but just a poor bottomless. Yeah, we carry her out. Let's go, Matthew Mercenary. But, Jim, I, I very carefully wait uh, because those eggs are going to be mine. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so they, uh, it's just oopsie and Bartimus whistling, standing <laughs> <laughs> we, look, we look at the eggs and I, I look at him and I eye him up and down and I say, pickle for your egg. Uh, pick, pickle for oopsie new friends. No, no, no. I give you a pickle for the... No, these are mine, you see, before I have saved the girl, and this is my bounty. <laughs> no, no. Oopsie, take one. Oh, oopsie, take uh, one. Yes. All right, here. I will choose it for you, and I, I hand him an egg. I okay. Say, now, now run along, oopsie. Can I nature check and see if it's still viable? Sure. <laughs> Uh, 15. 
Uh, it seems like if you can keep it warm, okay. you could hatch yourself a baby monitor yep. lizard. Now, you, oh my God. Into his cloak and Oopsie, cloak you, and... you run along now. And, and Philip, you, you take care of these. Keep them warm. And I hand, I, I, I tuck the eggs down into the pouch with Philip. Uh-huh. So we, will, we will have use for those later, Philip. I predict that I will not regret these eggs being <laughs> ever at all. <laughs> Where did oh, you get the lizards from? You remember five games ago, Jim? <laughs> That's true. Uh, so you have successfully dealt with the monitor lizard, saving the life of one of the Capulotian civilians. You do know that there is still danger the tomb of Homo's Plaza, or uh, Homo's Tomb Plaza. Well, it certainly is a good thing that we came here right away, everyone, and did not dally to come here and save this young little girl, because otherwise she could have been in grave danger. So it is very good that we did not hesitate at all, and we hurried here. Okay, Bartimus. <laughs> Where do you want to go now? Oh, I, I, would, I would love another adventure. Perhaps There's one to last place. Tomb. To the tomb. That sounds like a riveting place. To the tomb. Dangerous. Homo's tomb is a large fountain in of uh, with a statue of Edmund Holmos, a famous knight from the Draconic Purge of Drake Ridge that marks Thaspir's founding years. The knight is buried beneath the fountain, and it is a great public plaza where many gatherings are held and citywide announcements are made. Now there are screams, roars, and shouts coming from the plaza that you hear as you wind through the city. When you arrive, you see quite a, quite a sight, because there are not one, but two mighty beasts here, and they appear to be fighting. There is a great golden tiger that dances around a massive cro- crocodile, trying to claim the fountain as its own. Both beasts appear unbloodied, but moments away from trying to kill one another. If you oh. hope to recapture these beasts alive, you're going to have to... Middle in the middle of this brawl, we should just roll initiative right All right, away. roll initiative. Get the screen up. Hold on, I gotta start the battle music. Okay. Uh, should I bother to roll these things? Or <laughs> of great help in the previous scenario, Bartimus. You saved that girl's life. You go back and watch the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, eight for oopsie. Oh no, oopsie. oopsie. Twenty-six yeah. for Khan. Okay, Khan Shaka. <laughs> Twenty-five for Shayog. Oh, on it. Finally. Fifteen. Fifteen for Matt Mercenary. I will not be going last this turn. Fourteen. Oh. Ooh. I thought for sure I'd beat Bartimus. And you were close. Kanshaka, you see these two mighty beasts facing off against each other. They look intent on killing one another for dominance of the plaza. But you do know that it is your job to save them both somehow without getting mauled yourself. What do you do? So it's a tiger and what? A tiger and a crocodile. Oh, yes. It's like a National Geographic um, episode. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the first thing I'm going to do 
is I'm going to cast Personal Rain Cloud on the tiger. Okay. Uh, because cats hate being wet, and hopefully that will slightly <laughs> distract them. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen tigers swim, but they do it happily. Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. Look, Lamar watched a lot of Nick Jr. growing up, okay? <laughs> uh, I don't think they still like the rain, Jim, okay? It doesn't matter. Right. Does it uh, have any other mechanical effects that I need to be aware of? Just follows them around in a five-foot rain cloud. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Khan Shaka comes upon the scene and immediately reacts, casting his mighty magics. And at the end of his spell, there is a burst of blue light over the tiger, and it begins to rain steadily. Does that give the crocodile an advantage? <laughs> the crocodile tries to get under the cloud, hoping to get wet, but it can't. And then I'm going to walk over them going, hey, guys. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So you watch as, as Krishaka does these things. Uh, and then Shayog, what do you do? Uh, okay. <laughs> now that there's a personal rain cloud, if I shoot the stunning stinger, am I going to get electrocuted because there's water involved? Uh, yes. <laughs> Shayog. He's decided. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Uh, is there. A- <laughs> Well, there's water on the ground. I'm just wondering if I threw my soap in there, if it would make it super slippery, and then both of the animals just kind of face plant into the ground. Um, you want to throw a bar of soap? Into <laughs> yeah. <the melee>? Yeah. <laughs> so just, just, I, I just want to paint a picture. So you come upon the scene of two apex predators, like mauling each other. The first, the first reaction is rain cloud. Second reaction is throw a bar of soap, thinking (laughs) this will make them both fall on their butts and then combat over. How many fights will continue if it started raining and soap was thrown? All fights would stop. I don't care if it's a player or an elephant. All fights would stop. They fight in the rain viciously. Hold on, you said these are apex predators, Jim. There's dragons in this world. (laughs) These are apex predators. (laughs) That's the focus that we should... That's the tangent we need to go on. Uh, Shayog, throwing your soap does nothing. It does not affect the combat anyway. Then can I take out my rope and take a flying leap onto the back of this alligator? Absolutely. Absolutely. Flying leap on that crocodile. Yes. I just, I just want to say at this point, Matt Mercenary locks eyes with McCree, and we're just so confused. We just look at each other knowingly that this is one of the most ridiculous things that we have ever seen it is. in our lives. It's intense. <laughs> I, I stand uh, by my rain cloud every time. <laughs> is that an acrobatics or an athletics? Uh, uh, to get- if you want to go tangle with this creature, it is going to be an athletics check. Okay. Oh, 25. Yeah, you managed to grab onto it. You are now wrestling the alligator or the crocodile. (laughs) Uh, Yep. 
Great. <laughs> nice. Uh, it is the crocodile's turn, and oh, it no. does not like being grabbed. Mm-hmm. So it is going to try to struggle free, first of all. Uh, and against your athletics DC, that is an 18. So what do you? what is your bonus to athletics? It, athletics DC is an 18. Okay, cool. So it does manage to like struggle. It just like rolls over and forces you to let go of it. Uh, And then it quickly snaps at you with its jaws. Oh no! Uh, So this is going to be an attack roll, but it crags it. uh, A pitiful Uh attack roll. Uh, As it tries to right itself, it can't quite uh, snap its jaws around you. And then it scampers back away, completely confused by the insane events that are happening around it. So it gets out of the way uh, after trying to snap at you, and then Matt Mercenary, it is your turn. The tiger is still there near Sheog because it was near the crocodile, Uh, but uh, it is your turn. So I I see all that happen, and I focus more on this this wet tiger now. Its Mm -hmm. fur is all wet and matted, and it just uh, it doesn't seem to be really bothering it that much. It's just it's such a weird choice to, to put a cloud over a tiger. <laughs> uh, but I do. I, I, choice. <laughs> I have my net cannon. I had it at the ready coming in. Okay. I'm going to launch the net cannon at, at this tiger. I'm going for the tiger. Okie dokie. I uh, on the tiger. I on the tiger. <laughs> the thrill of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> 17. 17 against the old Tigre is a miss. Mm. It nimbly dodges out of the way. Darn. That's unfortunate. Uh, I am within 30 feet or so, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I hurriedly start gathering the net back in. Sure, prepping. it's just one action to crank the net back into the the two. Oh, that's it to read to reload and then prime it. Uh, well, it has to be so. So one action gets the net back to you. Then yes. you could take one more action to prime it so that it's ready to be fired again, or you could do something else with your third action. I'm doing that. I'm, I'm prepping okay. it completely to fire again. Getting ready I... to fire again at the beginning of your next turn. Yes. It is the tiger's turn, and it did not like the net, but Shayog's right there. So uh, yep. will it charge Matt Mercenary or will it try to claw Sheog's face off? I'm going to roll a D4. One and two is Matt Mercenary. Three and four is Miss Candace. Oh, Bird. no. Oh, Candace. That's a four. <laughs> oh, Candace. Oh, Candace. The tiger's mad. Oh, and it comes sorry. at you swiping. Swiping with the claw first. Just a big meaty paw comes out at you. Oh, no. Oh, Shayog, that's a that's a thirty-one. <gasps> what? God, that's a good. thirty-one to hit you. Was it a natural oh. twenty? Was that no, a it was not. That it is was not a natural though. twenty. Thirty-one. Thirty-one is not a crit. Uh, oh, it's oh, a crit, crit, but it's not a natural twenty. No, not twenty. Wow. Was it plus twelve? Oh, it's so nice knowing you all. Yeah, get. get I can't. That is a total. Of 24 points of damage as it just crushes you in the face with its claw and you feel the skin just tearing away. Oh, Shayog's sad. 
And is that's Shad attack number one. one. Is Shad still up? Uh, barely. And <laughs> uh, that was attack number I one. I can't. So it goes to bite you next. Oh, because it's at the know. minus five. Minus five penalty to the bite. That is the exact opposite of a crit with a natural one. Critically failing, so it comes and it's that darn rain cloud. It's all wet. <laughs> and its paws slip on the soap and it goes skidding forward, its jaws snapping on empty air. Congratulations, you two, on your incredible tactics that have defeated me. Wow. Just wow. That will be the end of its action. It gets so flummoxed by the soap that it loses its third action. And it is Bartimus's turn. You see that Shayog's face is just like tattered flesh now. What do you do? Well, luckily, I I know what makes alligators so ornery. (laughs) (laughs) They got all them teeth and no toothbrush. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) How long long have you been waiting that? How long have you been holding that? I have been been a very patient uh, person holding in that that particular timely joke uh, that is relevant to today's news and kids on Twitch. Would Bottomus? Well, actually, I have a question. When we first came up, I thought you were saying that they were fighting in the fountain. Are they in the fountain? They're not. They're not in the fountain itself. The fountain is a big feature here, um, but they're not actually in the fountain currently. So, okay. Uh, well, I, I believe that uh, this was a this was the tiger that just slashed uh, the mm. dear lady Shayog. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was told by chat that tigers don't like pepper, but I think instead that I will try fire, and okay. I will I will throw uh, some fire at this this tiger, uh, an alchemist fire, in fact, uh, alchemist fire. Okay. So I will uh, pull out my potion, mix it up, and say, "My dear Lady Shayog, uh, cover yourself for there could be fire coming okay. at you." Okay, Bartimos. <laughs> uh, this is unfortunate. Um, yeah, okay, it's an uh, eleven. So there's that. That is a miss. Uh, your alchemist fire goes nowhere near this creature. That's fantastic news. Where does it go, Jim? Splashes down. It splashes into the fountain. He was like, I thought they were in the fountain. He throws <laughs> the alchemist fire into the fountain. Oh, wait, they're not in the fountain at all. That didn't seem to be where they were. Uh, I believe that takes two turns to, or two actions to... Yeah, the, the mixing and the throwing is one action, or two, one action each. So then you have a third action if you'd like to take it. Uh, I will begin mixing another... Uh, Concoction. And, you mix uh, up, you begin, yep, you quick alchemy up another concoction ready f- to use on your next turn, and oopsie, it is your turn. Uh, this is a lot of chaos going on in front of oopsie here. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, he looks he, he, he looks at this tiger because he's stamped pretty close to, to Shayog when we came into this thing. Uh, looks at this tiger in his, in his deep and goblin-y stare, and he just goes, Meow! And I try to intimidate the tiger with the, okay. my first one. Okie dokie. Ooh, it's not the worst. 
Intimidation is a 19. Uh, the tiger, so confused by the soap and the rain, uh, does seem rather startled at your sudden shout. And it is frightened one. Uh, nice. And then, for second action, I will pull my shield. Third action, I will shield bash this thing across the face. Just Ooh. back in the tiger. Uh, you would have to move up to it. You guys had started back a little ways. So well, you could get I up will... to it with your third action, but you would not be able to... Then I will... Oh, dear. Not pull the shield, move okay. to it, and just backhand slap it. <laughs> Unarmed attack. Ooh, it's a 16 on the die. What am I adding to unarmed? It's not on my. Uh, you should actually have an unarmed entry. Like they, they, they include. Yeah, I didn't. The... I didn't equip it on my. Oh, okay. Using... Then it is. Um, it's strength, and then you're trained. So, okay. so trained. It'd be almost the same as your. It should be the same as your. This is my melee, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then it's going to be twenty-four. Oh, that hits. One d four plus strength modifier, non-lethal damage. Five damage, Jim. You smack this tiger right in the snout. It is incredibly surprised. It did not see any of this coming. And it is the top of the next round. With Kanshaka. Okay. Kanshaka being very happy with this personal rain cloud. Thing it was I am too. Um, is now going to remember that he likes bears. It starts to wild morph. You know, become a bit more feral. Hair stands up. His claws extend. And then he's going to try to grapple the tiger. What is with you guys and grappling these creatures? Did he, did he, did he just become a bear? Not quite. You're doing it, my boy. I, I, or should I say... Or should I say bear? You are doing it. I'm very proud of you, Kanchaka. This is the moment. This is your moment. You do Four it. Four bears. Four bears. So close. So close. You rush forward and try to grab onto the tiger. And so roll an athletics check. Everyone, look, he is becoming a bear. He is doing it. He is beginning to believe. Now, the only thing that- <laughs> Out of my one eye, I can see this. This is great. So, Jim. Yes. That is a natural 20 on the die. Make <gasps> wow. Yes. You grab this wet tiger around the neck. No, it's by the toe. <laughs> and it is grabbed by you, Mr. Shaka. Uh, oh, goodness. Uh, you transformed, you moved, you grabbed. It is Shayog's turn. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shayog is going to um, crawl away uh, just a little bit. With um, one action, you can crawl five feet. So you like crawl five feet away. Crawl five uh, feet away. Uh, okay. uh, take That's one take action. Up, take up my stunning stinger yep. and charge it. Okay. I think that's as far as I can go, right? Yeah, it would have uh, one charge. Yep. You've ended your turn with the stunning stinger charged. So you need to make a DC six flat check or the weapon will discharge suddenly. So roll a d20. Okay. You do it. You need six or higher on the die. Seven. <laughs> oh, oh, you barely oh. managed to maintain control of this Just weapon. Riding that line, are we? <laughs> riding the line. Oh, no. 
<laughs> okay. That was terrifying. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. Is now what? Oh, I just thought you froze for a second there, Jim, but you you, oh. you look good. You look good. Okay, everything's good? Good. Yep. Uh, it is now the confused crocodile's turn. It sees <laughs> that it's mortal menace uh, it's mortal nemesis, the the tiger has been defeated by these by these adventurers. So he's gonna come in and try to take advantage of the situation and bite its mortal nemesis, the crocodile or the, the tiger. Crocodile comes in, jaws snapping and connects. It grabs oh, no. the haunches of this tiger and begins like thrashing a bit. The tiger howls in agony and takes an inc- oof, takes a lot of damage. You see blood and fur get ripped oh, no. off of this tiger. And the crocodile grabs with its jaws. So this tiger is held not just by Kanchaka, but by the crocodile as well. And they're almost like, almost like it wants to start a tug of war with Kanchaka. Uh, and that is its actions. So it is Matt Mercenary's turn. This is, this is horrifying. I am absolutely mortified with what I'm seeing. And I was going to attempt to just try to capture Khan, Khan Shaka and the tiger together in the net, if that would have been possible. But now, that would have been amazing. So, <laughs> but is is the crocodile holding? Is the crocodile have a hold of the tiger still? Yeah, it's like clamped its jaws around the tiger's Whoa. haunches, and it's just like tearing. Looks like it wants to kill the tiger. Oh no! So, how many how many creatures can this net grab? Just the one, one target. Targeting. I'm targeting. I'm changing my target to the crocodile. Okay, change your target to the crocodile. Uh, would, would hunt prey help me in any way? Yeah, should... yeah. I would. I would say if it gives you a bonus to an attack roll, but since you don't deal damage, it doesn't give you any bonus damage. But if if hunt prey gives you an attack roll bonus, then it would. I don't believe it does though. The only thing that you're gonna have to do is you have to move with one action to get a better angle because right now Kanshaka and the tiger are in between you and the crocodile. So you need to use one action to move before firing. Doing it. I move hey. I move into position. Move into position. The still weapons are I still ready. can't believe this is happening. I still can't believe it. This this isn't even registering in my head. Uh, I fire I fire the, the net cannon. Uh, that is an uh, eleven plus my Seven, eighteen. Eighteen, you catch this thing in the net. Yes! It's not a critical success, but it is grabbed by the net. That's fine. Nice. I pull it. Can I can I try to to yank it or pull it away to try to separate it? I have one more action. Make an athletics check and you can try to pull this thing off of the tiger with the net. Just like trying to reel grab this, it and almost like fish it away. Reel this crocodile and I got a big one on the line here. Uh, that is another 11, but that's no good for my athletics. It's only a 14. 14, yeah, you're unable to to pull oh. it any closer to you, but I'm you do have trying. it grabbed in the net. I'm still trying. You know what it is? It's it's that giant wound, this giant wound on my my arm still from that from that monitor lizard that I just oh, absolutely, absolutely wincing in pain. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. For you're holding on. Here, I'm going to get this thing. 
You do have the thing grabbed, though, so that's at least somewhat successful. Uh, and it is the tiger's turn. The tiger does not like Kanshaka all up in its business. Mm-hmm. So he's going to thrash to try to buck Kanshaka off of him with uh, to, an es- to escape. So this is against your athletics DC, Kanshaka. But it means I'm rolling, right? That is only a 14. So I have to roll? You don't have to roll. What is? What do you add to athletics? Six. Six. So your athletics DC is 10 plus that, so 16. So a 14 doesn't make it. It can't thrash free. You manage to just tighten your grip around it. So rather than try to thrash free again, it is just going to try to uh, like get you with its claw. So this is at a minus five because escaping is an attack action. So this is going to take the normal, uh, the normal penalties for attacking twice. Probably doesn't get you. Kanshaka's saving the day. Thirteen against your armor class. Does not hit the con. Yes. Does not hit. It is going to try one more time. Uh, Jim, you do have a bit boss battle box reroll. Oh, I do. I do. You you say. Thank you, Mister Rady. I do. You say. Thank the fans. They provided this. (laughs) Forgot about modifying the game through donations. Let me see. I think that I'll go ahead and make my third attack to try to bite Kanshaka. We'll see how that goes. That is a 10 total, but I will reroll that. I'll reroll that to make it a total of 16. Does not hit. Gah, that's a waste then. You're stupid. Uh, good job, Bartimus. Good job, Bartimus. So you, this thing is just thrashing and biting and clawing and snapping, uh, but Khan Shaka heroically <laughs> and manages to just keep his grip and wrestle this tiger to the ground. When I was younger, uh, I was a rodeo clown. It is Bartimus's turn. Do it, Bartimus. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I was mixing up another uh, thing, so I will use that thing. Uh, I go running up to uh, uh, Sheog, and I say, here, drink this. And I put a potion up to to her. Oh, okay. Thank you, Bartimus. And uh, after after doing that, I saw one action to run up there, one to hand the potion. Yep. Uh, My next action will be to uh, kick the creature. Sure. Make a make an unarmed attack roll. Uh, all right. This is this still counts as my first attack. Yes. Yes, it does. You have not attacked yet. Well, all right. I'm gonna kick it. <laughs> uh, that's a sixteen to kick it. A sixteen is not enough. Even while it's grabbed, it's still struggling so mightily that you can't quite connect with it. Well, now, hold on a second. I, I'd say something nasty to it, too. I say, you're, you're oh. a mean creature, and I wish that you would have gotten uh, a toothbrush so you wouldn't be so ornery. <laughs> and yes. now my turn is done. I have done so much. I like playing this game. <laughs> be fair. You've probably shaved, saved Shayog's um, life. Yes. It is Oopsie's turn next. Okay. So directly in front of me, Kanshaka is riding the tiger. In a manner of speaking. And then how far away is the uh, alleg- or the crocodile in the net? The crocodile is pretty much right there. It's basically right 
on the other side of the tiger because uh, it okay. was actually biting the tiger when it got knitted. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rinse and repeat my last action or my last turn. I'm gonna mm-hmm. is, this time walk up to the alligator one. I'm gonna intimidate the no, and then try to <laughs> forward slap the alligator. Uh, okay, first your intimidation check. It's a thirteen plus five, eighteen. Uh, it is somehow frightened of your ridiculousness. And then I'm going to try and just open palm slap this this, this gator or this crop. You dog. slap that gator. Is it 19 a 19 on the die, Jim. It'd be a 27. 27 because it is currently restrained or grabbed that uh, and flat-footed that makes it a critical hit. Ooh! A crit slap! A crit slap! A crit slap from Oopsie. <laughs> Uh, cool. Cool, cool. It's going to be a total of nine damage. Nine points of non-lethal damage as you just slap this crocodile in the face. Um, it is the top of the next round. And it is Khan Shaka's turn. If you want to continue holding on to this tiger, you've got to make another athletics check. Okay. And you know what they say about wrestling the tiger. Once you let, once you hold, once you grab on, do not let go. Ooh, athletics. Yep. Fifteen. Ooh, no. Oh no! As it's thrashing uh, and it's getting covered in soap and water, it becomes too slippery to hold, and it slips right out of your grasp and turns around and like opens its mouth, lets out this tremendous uh, feline roar in your face. You know that it's about to take you apart and you have used one action, what do you do? Jim, uh, if Khan remembers properly, the rule was to get the animals back alive and safe, correct? That is your job. And a tiger is technically a living creature, correct? Oh, a tiger is a living creature. Okay, Khan's gonna swipe at it twice with his hand claws. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, one's a, one's a 18 on the die plus six, which is 24. 24 is a hit. Uh, and one is a crit fail. So let me ah. <laughs> Don't do that. No. Uh, let's be sick because I'm magical. Uh, that is four points of slashing. And then kill me slowly, Jim. you cut this tiger and it roars in pain and you suddenly realize what you've done uh and just the the sheer ferocity of this beast right in front of you and its anger directed right at you uh you you sort of hesitate on your second swing and you just sort of like sort of feebly swipe at it like ah haha just i was just kidding old tiger you silly old tiger i was just kidding uh, but it is certainly going to murder you soon. Before it gets the chance to do so, though, perhaps Shayog has something to say about it. Uh, you have cranked up this weapon. It has one charge in it currently. What do you uh, do? Yes. Oh, sorry, Shayog is also at the start of her turn going to be able to drink that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Correct. You also have a, a, oh. a potion. Yes, uh, I would like to drink that, please. 
So you get 1d6 hit points back. So I will let you roll that. And you also receive a plus one to any uh, saving throws against diseases or poisons for 10 minutes. Oh, nice. cool. thank you very much for doing that. That just saved me a little bit there. Uh, I, okay, I drink the potion. Uh, I get up and I step up to the crocodile. Okay. Um, I, uh, if I take one more charge, am I done? Uh, yeah. So, or, yeah. so you use an so action I to guess... get to the crocodile. You, you drank, you get yeah. up to the crocodile, you can strike. Or you can crank for another charge. I'm gonna, I'm gonna strike. I'm gonna strike. Okay, make an attack uh, roll. Uh, Jim, Jim, we we missed something a moment ago. Uh, five minutes ago, I believe it may have happened on my turn. There was a wild magic delivered <gasps> by oh. Sarah BC One. Well, let us not. She she chose me as the target, and uh, I just I feel that that's important to note because I, I like playing this game. <laughs> and thank you, Sarah BC One, for your generous contribution. Roll a d6, Reedy. All right, I will do it. Uh, if this rolls above a three, it will be the first time a d6 has rolled above a three for me in the last two months. Oh, good luck. I rolled a five. Five, you say? Okay. The curse this is, is a fun. This is a fun one for all the kids. All the kids are going to be playing this one. This one is called Tortoise in the Hare. At the top of everyone's rounds, they will be rolling a d20. Anybody, whoever rolls the highest, so basically the beginning of the round, uh, after everybody's gone, everybody rolls a d20. Whoever rolls the highest is hasted one. Whoever rolls the lowest on a d20 is slowed one. So one person will be hasted every round. One person will be slowed every round. Everybody else will simply be glad that they weren't slowed. Well, perhaps we should roll then, because I believe that uh, <laughs> Khan Shaka was the beginning of the round, and that happened after my turn, after she Khan donated. Khan Shaka was indeed the top of the round. So Hopefully everybody roll. I'm the slowest... I oh, might be the slowest. Remember, uh, Vodimus is still uh, rolling, so don't you worry. It's just a flat roll, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just on the die. Seven. Seven. Middling. Fourteen. Thirteen. Well, you all knew who was going to be the tortoise <laughs> at the beginning of the round. <laughs> you were all aware. You thought you were so smart, thinking, oh, it could be someone else. I'll trick these viewers. No, you shall not trick the viewers, for I have rolled a fool. <laughs> and in fact, the tortoise... But remember, the tortoise has the brains and the smarts, and I will get mine in the end. So for this round, you are slowed one, and then did I hear a 14? Was yeah, the 14. So, oopsie, you are hasted one. You get one extra action. Bartimus, wow. you get one fewer action this round. <laughs> Shayog, it is still your yes. action. You were going to okay. strike. Oh, you're kidding me. I got a 20 on the die. Woo, that, is, that never happens. So, 30... 30 is a critical hit. Uh, not only do you get a critical hit, so you had one charge that's 1d8. It's a critical hit, so that's 2d8 points of non-lethal electricity damage. Oh, boy. Put it down. Put this thing down. <laughs> 2d8. That's a six. There have been a lot of... And that is another crits. six. 12? 12. 12 points. You just... I mean, that did something. 
You zap this creature while it's thrashing around the net. Electricity arcs through its body and it like struggles. It's still up. It's still, it's a powerful beast. Not so easily put down, but you did deal a significant blow to it. And you can tell that uh, something else, another one like that, and you might just be able to put this thing down for the (sighs) moment. Okay. But that was your third action. Yep. And it is the crocodile's turn. The crocodile is angry and it is actually going to try to flee by making an athletics check against Matt Mercenary's athletics DC. And if it succeeds, it will drag Matt Mercenary with it. (gasps) Is my athletics DC 10 10 plus my athletics? Mm -hmm. 10 plus your athletics bonus. That is correct. That's garbage, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is 21. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it, it breaks. It breaks free. I guess uh, it actually doesn't break free. It's still grabbed, but it's not immobilized. It actually just starts darting across the 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 plaza. Um, Is it dragging time, me? Oh yeah, it's dragging you along behind it. This time, it actually does. It leaps into the fountain uh, and drags you up over the lip of the fountain. You like clonk your head, uh, and like, you are now splash. Down into the fountain with it. Oh, God. Uh, that is the crocodile's oh. turn. It is Matt Mercenary's turn. What do you to, do? I have to I have to get up. Sure, you stand up. I stand up. I'm soaking wet. I'm in the fountain. Did I did I lose grip of, of the... No, you st- I mean, that's how it was dragging you. You still got this thing in your grip. You do need to make an athletics check to hold, to maintain a hold on it, because it's oh, still thrashing on. and struggling in the water. Come on, why is this dying? I believe in you, my dear boy. Hold oh, on natural 20! You oh, did it! Not only yeah, did it your grip, but it goes from being grabbed to being completely restrained. It is now, now it couldn't possibly do what it just did to you again, as it just gets completely wrapped up in the net. It was my belief that got you there. <laughs> I was a Michael Jordan. That was a 23. That was a 23 total. I have this thing. I have full control over this crocodile now. Yes. Uh, that was one. That was my one turn. That was my one action. Uh, I'm nervous. I am very nervous about the tiger situation. The tiger situation escalated uh, beyond anything that I could think of. Yes. Is, is, McCree, is McCree able to grapple the creature. Is uh, I think so. I don't know. I, I don't know. I would say that I, McCree, you would have to make uh, I, if you wanted the, the McCree to grab the tiger instead of just like slapping it you would need to make a nature check to get it because it doesn't he doesn't really process like oh wrestle the thing like he would kill it like he knows how to do that but his natural instinct is not to grab onto the tiger. So I would have you make a nature check to see if you can get him to do that. But if you can pass the nature check, then yeah, I would say he would do it. Because I mean, I have a claw attack and a jaws attack, and I figure if he grabs if he grabs with his jaws, he could maybe hold on to the tiger. I don't know. That's just a thought. I will, I will, yeah. Uh, but I, I signal, I'm soaking when I pull my whistle out. And I do have a signal for, for a grapple. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my signal for grapple. You see, you see him pull out his, his whistle, close the signal. Uh, let's see if McCree understands. Uh, that's a that's a sixteen plus. That's my nature. Sixteen plus six. 
I would say it's a success. 22. McCree can, McCree can run forward and make... So have McCree make an athletics check to try to grab onto oh the boy. tiger. Oh, boy. This is exciting. This is exciting. He runs in. He's ready. He's, he is so ready to do this. Natural 20 on the die! He goes what? in. Ah! The luckiest group what? of I've ever seen. He gets him. Ah, the big gaping mog. Ah, toothy mog. Ah. Got him. So McCree gives oh. the tiger a bear hug. Oh, he bear hugs him. Even better. <laughs> and cool. just grabs onto the tiger, like using his weight to just drive forward. Because, of course, because he wouldn't. He has a very small stub of the cigar left. It's almost yeah. all gone. And it's just in there. You're right. You would just give him a big old. I love it. Jim, you have painted such a beautiful picture for me. And, uh,. I am so uh, happy right now. <laughs> so that is Matt Mercenary's turn. It is Crocodile's turn. Crocodile, the only action the crocodile can take is to try to release itself from the net. So it is going to try to do that as it's rolling around, trying to extricate itself from the net. But it has a lot of penalties to that because it's all tangled up. With a total of 11, it can't do it. So it maintained, it's still grabbed. It can't get out. Poor crocodile. Uh, actually, it wasn't even the crocodile's turn. I made that I made that up. It was actually the tiger's turn. But we uh, believed you. Tiger so you won't believe me. I'll let me get away with that. But it's actually the tiger's turn. <laughs> tiger is grabbed by McCree. He got to claw McCree. Claw on McCree. He better not claw. He better not claw, claw McCree. McCree. He better not claw McCree. Claw number one is going to hit armor class 22. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's got 15 at Bernie. <laughs> McCree's taking 15 points of slashing damage. Oh, mercy, Jim. just gets mercy. raked. Mercy. Do you have a mercy? I have yep. a mercy. I have All a mercy right. from my life. is it by one. Reduce That's it? damage to 14. Okay, here, take my mercy. I, 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 too, shall give you a mercy, uh, gentle McCree bear. I'm wait, 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 can I stack Can I stack mercy? Yeah, you can stack them. Yeah, so but Shayog's, but keep note, Shayog's is worth two points because yes. she is a level two. Because she yes. has a level two character. Ooh, so that is you know four less. Take my mercy. Woo! That's well, making two. a total of six less. <laughs> so this is beautiful because that was bad. That was real bad. Um, I, I was about I, to fall. I was about to fall down in the in the fountain. McCree! Uh, okay. I did so notice that our champion friend did not volunteer. Uh, <laughs> I did notice that Jim said first attack. I did know that was just its first action. Uh, it does have another action, oh, which no. is to claw. Oh, no. Oh, no. To claw a second time. That's a natural one. Oh! <laughs> natural one as it tries to rake its claws again on McCree, oh. but it fumbles badly, losing oh. third action. I mean, just flat out losing its third action because of its fumbling strike. It is Bartimus' turn. Oh, Thank but of you, course I'm it is. Thank you, Iman, for life. Thank you, Iman, for life, for, for giving mercy to McCree. Saving a bear's life. You saved a bear's life today. That is that is a that is a tiger who is still up. Yes. Oh yes, tiger's mad. All right. Well, um, 
you, you tiger, you, I, I may be slow, but that's, that's pretty much what I am right now. Uh, I'm going to take uh, a quick alchemy. Okay. And, uh, does slow mean that I can move slower or I have lost one, one, you lose action? one action. All right. So I can still, uh, grab and throw basically. Yep. All right. Then I shall do that. And uh, I don't deal with anything uh, less than lethal damage, so I shall do lethal damage. Uh, what did you What did you mix up? Uh, well, you know, I decided that the best thing for me to do was to hit it with uh, bottled lightning. Bottled lightning. <laughs> so here goes. Oh, 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 dear me. Um, perhaps there's a reroll somewhere that could help so that I do not kill McCree. Oh, that oh, would no. be bad. Oh, does no. not look like you have a reroll. I've always enjoyed playing with Eric Raddick, and <laughs> I, will, I will miss these times. <laughs> we used to be friends. Everyone, Bonimus is not, he's not great. He's, he's, he's not a, <laughs> a terrific adventurer. That's a, that's a one on the die. One on the die. Oh, you no. are indeed firing this at uh, the two combating animals, and McCree has indeed grabbed onto this creature. Roll a second attack roll, Adam Rady. Are you sure that you want me to do this? Yes. <laughs> Watch this be a crit. Well, we are keeping up the trend. That is a four. <laughs> so I do so enjoy playing Pathfinder with my friends. Uh, I would like you to roll the damage for your bottled lightning. <laughs> Nobody worry, because it is very difficult for me to roll over a three. <laughs> Except now. <laughs> oh, I have only rolled a two. Oh, okay. Uh, now, Jim, yes. I would like to vote that I go ahead and choose to do the splash damage because I want to hit that creature. <laughs> uh, I am not going to give you the splash damage on the creature, uh, but I will have Bartman or I will have McCree only take half of damage. So McCree takes one point of electricity damage. From the bot, from the wildly misthrown bottled lightning. There, there is a, there is an additional uh, problem with this. Yes. Uh, McCree is also flat-footed. McCree is also flat-footed. So now he lets go. He... Wait, no, he doesn't have to let go. He's just flat-footed. I will say that in this particular instance, that is incredibly bad because this tiger. No, it was unnecessary for you to say it was incredibly bad. We knew, we knew, we could, we <laughs> yeah. could read between the lines. Uh, somebody better help this poor bear. Oopsie, you are hasted one this round. I am. You get an extra action. Okay. What do you do with it? Uh, am I? I'm adjacent to the tiger. Yes. Yep. No. Yeah, because you had been okay. uh, working with the 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 crocodile before. One action. I pull out the stinger. Yep. Two actions. Crank the stinger one time. Third action. I drive the stinger into the 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 haunch of 
this tiger. The get haunch. that tiger haunch. haunch. Get, get that, that haunch. Get that tiger haunch. Roll this 20 here and it's a melee attack, yes? That's correct. Ooh, I don't like that number. Come on, come on, come on. Said and done. 16. Even flat-footed, that's not going to get the tiger. Uh, Jared, I don't mean to alarm you, but you I have, do have a re-roll. re-roll. Ooh. Yes. Good call. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you for the re-roll. Much better. Much better. That's going to be an unnatural 20. Ooh. An unnatural 20 will hit 2d8 points of damage. 2d8 points Oh, one is the Dragons and Things logo. Knock that tiger out. And the second one is the Dragons and Things logo. You just jab forward with the the shocking stinger, and there is an explosion as some of the rain from the personal rain cloud falls down on the on the the end, the electrified stick. And electricity just blasts through the tiger and it actually gets knocked backwards almost toppling McCree over as it gets blasted back from the the shock of the blow and it just lies there after the smoke clears you wait a moment and then you see its huge chest rise it's not dead but you have knocked it out out. oopsie saves the day And for just for good measure, I'll lay I'll lay of hands on McCree. All right, McCree is getting back how much? Six points back. Oh, six points to McCree. McCree's feeling better. The tiger's down. The crocodile is almost down, and it's all tangled up, and it's probably going to go down this round. But before we resolve that, wild magic activates again, and I need everybody to roll a d twenty. Eighteen. From oh. first to worst, Jim, I'm the turtle. <laughs> you shouldn't call yourself out yet, my dear boy. <laughs> well, I've rolled a natural one, my friend. Oh, good. I rolled a, I got a crag. I cragged it. <laughs> I rolled a Katie. I got a five. <laughs> I got a 12. Leave. I heard an 18 in there. That's me. Then you are the hare. You are. You get one extra action this round, uh, and it is Oopsie who will be getting one fewer action this round as everything slows down for him. Cool. Anshaka, not only do you get to the extra action, but you get to go first. Ooh, ooh. perfect. Uh, I'm going to use my haste action to ask Barry, Barry the bear to come and join me. Okay. As we go over to the crocodile. Okay. And together, we're going to non-lethal punch the crap out. Yeah! that crocodile. So, as I understand this, if I attack and the bear's next to me, the bear also attacks. Well... That's the support benefit. It doesn't. Okie dokie. So it's minus two <clears throat> attack. Uh, yes, if you would normally deal lethal damage with a weapon and you want to try to do non-lethal damage, it's a minus two. Okay. So 
called bear walk, so that's two attacks. I believe in you, my boy. That is a that is twenty-two twenty-two. Oh yeah, twenty-two does it. So that's four D nope, that's two D six and two D eight. So it's four plus Get it. four plus ten, fifteen. 15 plus 8 is 23 points of damage. Michael Jordan, points of damage! Wow. Yeah, that crocodile. Now, what was that, your attack, Kanshaka? That was both of my attacks, and then if I hit, the bear hits with me. Okay. Now, the bear doesn't really know how to deal non-lethal damage. Okay. Uh, The bear did... 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. So you knock the crocodile out. And then the bear, like, eats lights into. And you can see the crocodile is not dead, but it is bleeding out. And you're going to have to staunch that wound if you want to save this beast's life. Are we out of combat? But it is the end of your turn, and it is Shayog's turn. Okay, Shayog uh, steps up to the beast and puts one charge in. And which which creature are you attacking? Oh, the crocodile. Yeah, the crocodile got knocked out. It's bleeding oh. now, though, unfortunately. So it's if it, if you want to, he's shock going it, for the coup de grace. <laughs> just want to end up for the crocodile. <laughs> So the tiger and the crocodile are... Oh yeah, they're both out. The only problem now is that the crocodile is bleeding out because the bear bit it in the neck. Oh no! How do I fix this? Medicine check could do it. If anybody has a healing potion of any kind, you can try to heal it. Let's see. So that'd be an 18. 18 is successful. You like quickly uh, using your 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 battle training. You like tie off the wound, put pressure on it for a moment, uh, and and the bleed the worst of the bleeding stops. Uh, the creature doesn't come around, but it will not bleed out. You've stabilized it, and with that, you have subdued both creatures successfully. Oh. Mostly Bartimus. Mostly <laughs> Bartimus did this. You were there to help. I do yes. enjoy playing this game. I like to roll these dice, these, these shiny little <laughs> things. They come up with numbers. It's fascinating. Only the best numbers for Bartimus. <laughs> I like when they're when they're low. It's my favorite. Well, you're the lower luck. the better, right? You want to get the one. You're going do for you the think, one. Do you it's think like maybe yeah. I could make a house rule that when I play as Bartimus, that the lows are good and <laughs> the highs are bad? You just have opposites. <laughs> Uh, you manage to subdue the two beasts. You drag them back to the zoo. They are cared for by the zookeepers. And slowly over the course of the day, uh, most of all the other animals that had escaped are brought in and safely placed back in the in their in their habitats. But one thing, that seems to be on everybody's mind or uh, and, and all the rumors that are flying around about how this happened begin to fly around uh, as everybody is sort of winding down and, and talking amongst themselves. And the one thing that everybody keeps hearing is that just before this happened, a woman had stepped 
out of the great tree in the middle of the zoo. And she had made some kind of tremendous proclamation about vengeance and the city will crumble. And you don't, rumors are scattered, but it is, it is said that, that after she spoke, all of the, the cages were flung open as if the metal had bent and twisted out of its hinges. And that is when all pandemonium broke loose. But before you have any chance to follow up on those rumors and ask what this strange green woman was, uh, we will have to go because our adventure has ended for today. But perhaps uh, we'll get to it another time. I, I grab McCree and give him the biggest kiss. Biggest kiss. He's licking my face and I say, McCree, if you would have died, I just couldn't bear it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to do it. I had to do it. Good job, Matt. I'm, and I'm Philip go. gets out and does a little dance. <laughs> uh, both Barry and Con look at Matt, Mercenary, and uh, McCree and go, you guys are a little weird. You guys are a little weird. You're a little weird. Just a little weird. Thanks for playing with me, guys. It's always a good time. You guys make it crazy. And as much as I like to complain in the moment, it does make this show way more fun to run. So thank you very much. <laughs> I will see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm actually very impressed that you've stuck around for the outro bits. Most people just turn the podcast off as soon as the adventure is over, which makes a lot of sense. But we do want to take a moment to thank you for listening. You can, of course, find us live on twitch.tv slash the dat network. We have a whole bunch of shows and broadcasts that we're running just about every night of the week for Dungeons and Dragons, Starfinder, Pathfinder, whatever game that you're into. Like, come check us out. Uh, we hope to see you live. And if you are in the chat, make sure you say hello. 